0: Y'all, God, God Yo, what's happening, people? Baby Fijuodie Spirits is flying. It's your boy Black Panther here with the God Killer. You know, we're coming to y'all on this Saturday afternoon, discuss some Freemasonry. We got a lot to cover. We're waiting on our special guest, brother Reggie. Uh, waiting for him to uh get in the chat room. What's going on with the God Killer?
1: Hey, I'm right here, man. Shoot, man. I ain't been on in a while. You know, let the people know I'm still here flowing. Uh really focused on everything that I'm doing. Very, very focused. You know, because like they say, uh, spears are flying and the pseudos are crying. And you know, I just <laughs> <laughs> they cry. So you know, sometimes you gotta let them breathe. You know, uh, we absolutely have Had our foot on their necks. You know, it's a shame that we had to waste six months of our precious time dealing with these ultimate pseudos that have stolen leadership positions in the African-centered community. That was started and based on real scholarship by the likes of uh, Dr. Ben, John Henry Clark, John Jackson, uh, just the name of food. Remember, Annie. Good quality scholarship that dealt with all the references and all the sources, whether they were white, black, green, purple, and Chinese. So, you know, we put it back right there. That's where we at. You know, the hell with all that. That's a white person wrote it, so we're not going to use it. Or the white person wrote it and it ain't right. The hell with that. Won't trick us like that. We call that trick them shit. When on where where everything that black people say is right, that's trickem shit.
0: Yeah, it's not true. And uh, you know, we we just got to go. People got to really study what our great giant said about using all avenues of information. Uh, Amos Wilson, John Henry Clark, Doctor Ben—they all advocated for using multiple avenues of information, even outside of our communities and studying information outside of our communities. John Henry Clark always talked about studying white people's history, you know. He always said that that was important. So we need to be doing the same thing. You know, nothing's changed in 2017. It's just that, you know, sometimes in our hate of our oppressor, uh, we're hesitant to open them doors, but we got to get out of that mindset. I always say, don't let them off the hook. You know, uh, a white guy writes something about Africa, I want to read it. And if it's accurate, okay, I'll say it's accurate. And if it's not, I'm going to nail his ass to the wall just what it is so uh before we get uh going too far i want to say happy gambian independence day you know and and this is a special independence day for gambia because they got rid of their uh dictator yaya Jame, and uh president Adama barrow is now in office so special shout out to my family and uh in gambia and uh enjoy your independence Uh, we're still waiting on brother Reggie, uh, to chime in.
1: Yeah, we can, uh, let's do this real fast, right? Let's kind of, let me come to my book real fast. Let's do this. All right. So what we, what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to set up a chronology real quick. This is essential Mm -hmm. into today's conversation about Freemasonry and, uh, you know, we got people like Elliot Blunt. And the other guy, I can't even remember his damn name. Uh, they're, they're, they're actually spitting on Freemasonry, right? Which makes absolutely no sense. No. Absolutely no sense. You know, it's re, it's just retarded. And it shows the level or lack of study and what they're doing. Now, I got a book, Who Needs to Pass? Indigenous Values and Archaeology, edited by R. Layton. All right, now, hold that for a minute. Let me come to this. Let, 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 let's get some dating going right here. Let me. All right. Let me see. I'm going to come to page 16. Wait, hold on. Let's make this bigger. One sec. I'm
0: trying to share your screen.
1: No, I ain't. Try- yeah, but shoot, I did it. I can't get it to screen hold on all right let me we' getting this square screen real fast got a lot of windows up around here get these out of here all right all right let me square the set of screen How many people we got watching one we go watch how we build this channel up two two right hey, now hey black African power man to the greatest. Yeah, man. That's all good.
0: Now and, uh, y'all gonna I enjoy brother, this. Uh it always supports us, brother Tony Rice. I know he's been waiting for me to go in on this topic for a while. Peace you to know you. Let know
1: What's up? Where you at, Reggie?
0: Okay, Brother honk is on mute. Uh brother Reggie must have called in. Um but like Uncle said, it's, it's important for a chronology, you know, because you it gotta is. understand what was going on at certain time periods. Mm-hmm. So we are talking about seventeen hundreds.
1: All right, freeze. Let's go before that for a minute. Let's set it up. All right, okay. I see the great master teacher set it up. I'm set it up like he would have set it up. Doctor Ben, the Grand Master. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Freemasonry, right, yeah. who is a teacher of a lot of people that's now talking shit about masonry. Interesting right there. All right, let me get you, yep. let me get you. All right, so you see that, right?
0: Yep, Uncle Kitts, study guide to real
1: African history. Okay, let me come to page 16. Wait a minute, let me see, where am I at? Let me count to page 16 real fast. Chapter one, page sixteen. Chapter one, page sixteen. My next book coming out. All right, so now we right here. Let me make it a little bit bigger. Make it bigger. So now we start right here with Adam and Eve on in the Garden of Eden on Sunday, October twenty third, four thousand four B.C.E. Of course, we have the reference for this. And so the world actually thought at this time period that the world had began at October 23rd, Sunday, 4004 B.C. Let's see. This date, right, is recorded in the book of the Annals of the World, written by a well-respected Irish biblical scholar, Bishop James Usher. Look it up. In the first chapter of this book, the first age of the world, there's a reference number right there. Usher wrote. He says, Hey, I've created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1.1. This beginning of time, according to our chronology, this is your pen, biblical chronology now, happened at the start of the evening preceding the 23rd day of October in the year of the Julian calendar. 7.10. Now watch this. Goes on to say, on the first day of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1 through 5 of the world, on Sunday, October 23rd, God created the heavens, the highest heavens and the annals. When he finished, as it were, the roof, the roof of this building's, he started with the foundation of the wonderful fabric. Of the world. He fashioned the lowermost globe consisting of the deep and of the earth. Therefore, all the choir of the angels sang together and magnified his name. Here you go on to Job. Point I want to prove here, right, is that this guy Usher, okay, is the reference for it, right here 11 and 12. He says, first of all, the earth is four point five, four, three billion years old. This day is determined from meteorite material. The universe is 13,000, I mean 13 billion, years old. Determined from measuring microwave background radiation. Now 12, Usher, the first age of the world and the annals of the world, right? Some sources say Usher creation date as October 22nd, 4004. This is the date that the Europeans had. Now, Bible experts, right? Reference 14, Bible experts and others joined Bishop Usher in claiming creation date of 4004 BCE and 4000 BCE, or they dreamed up other dates. See Donald Sheminic, uh Bishop Usher's dates of the world, 4004 BCE. Assess november 20th 2015. okay now this is important because before the ushering in of science right these people actually believe that the world started <laughs> in 4004 bc in october wow this is what we're trying to tell you <laughs> we're yeah. trying to show you what it was it's not till scientists like darwin and scientists like uh, Albert Churchwood and them that started the fight for Africa. These are the people that you snub your nose up to. But I hate to say it, before they started to actually come in, they actually believe that the world started in the Middle East around 4004 BCE. So now that we got this chronology straight, that we understand that the world does not start then, okay, that first people. Right, are already here at 4004 BCE, fit at about 194,000, okay, in Uganda, Omo River, where our great ancestor, Homo Odotu, hold on. Right, you can come to the chronology, right? The chronology of human evolution, all right? And I give you different fossil records to kind of prove and give you the references and sources that we're talking about. So, all our material today will be sourced out absolutely
2: positively.
1: Need to do that. Need to stay right on track. Black City Plan, what's going on, Brother Reggie?
2: I'm here. Can you hear me? We can hear you, you there, man. Hey, uh, peace, family. So, I'm uh, listening. I'm catching up. Uh, <laughs> it was good, what it is. Yeah, we just get started.
0: Appreciate you care. coming we're on the panel today. Uh, okay. Brother Reggie is going to be some powerful information here. today straight from the text of uh, the Egyptian papyrus that, that hasn't been uh, talked about in the community. So we had to add him to this panel because he has something that all black Freemasons are looking for. So we definitely going to give him his time to to get that off um uh go ahead brother what were you
1: saying uh shoot you kind of i don't know i overtalked we i probably over talked to you and got knocked out of there. i forgot
0: (laughs) you're focusing on chronology man chronology
1: yeah yeah because because yeah man because before we even get to brother reggie right it's important to understand chronology you feel me it is so damn important man and If you don't have chronology the pseudos can run crazy and run wild I guess we can agree to that Without chronology they can do and say what they want to say right or wrong, brother. Reggie? That's
2: correct Chronology says everything it puts things in places and so then the pseudos have to fit their pseudo miss inside uh, the chronology or break it apart so you uh, so then you have uh, scholars now, white scholars now, having uh, uh, difficulty uh, trying to uh, change things uh, because uh, you know chronology is very complicated when you have it when you actually have it uh, uh, correct. So we have the, uh, a lot of the Hebrew uh, Christian uh, pseudos trying to fit uh, their paradigm inside, but the chronology stops them. So. Um, so, quinology is important. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You saying something,
0: brother? What'd you, Go you say? You were saying something, bro? I just no. said, absolutely. I was just agreeing with brother Reddy.
1: Yeah, so. Okay, so watch this. We need to do this. Before we even get into masonry, I'll never forget it. Uh, one of um, Mother, Mother Swanson, right? I'm pretty sure Reggie knows her. She wrote a couple books on uh John Recall. You familiar with her, Reggie?
2: I've seen uh some of some of her work, but um I just need to fit in with the point is. So
1: Secretary, here's your point. This is what she told me never ever to forget. And this is, and, and, and once we make this point clear, the whole argument about Freemasonry, white boys, uh, such and such and such, it all falls down. And what she told me was, she said this. She said, never forget this, Unc. Whenever you see stone structures, remember where the oldest stone structures are. She said the oldest stone structures are created by Africans. This is primary to understanding where masonry starts, because when we're talking about stone, those who built their stone, you're really talking about masonry. Plain Absolutely. and simple. All right, there is no getting around that. So if you don't have a stone structure before Africa, can't have the origin of masonry. The cathedrals in Europe do not predate the stone structures in Africa. We can go to the great Zimbabwe with the great stone structures. We can go to Kemet with the great stone structures. Plain and simple. There's nothing that predate that. But before you have stone structures, before the need of masonry, you gotta go to what? Those who built in mud first. So I'm trying to find the oldest mud Oldest oh, mud structures, go to mud structures, right? Go to the oldest mud structures, you'll find that in Nubia. Want to find a picture of it. Oh, man, let me see. One second here. Trying to find some mud structures. Mud structures. All right. Um, One second. And when you're dealing with the mud structures, right, you got to deal with the structures that predate the mastabas. Am I saying that right, Reggie?
2: Yes, the mastabas.
1: Mastabas, which is an Arabic word, I believe,
2: right? Uh, um, I don't know the etymology of the word, but we know what they, uh, what they mean. So, yeah, we know what you're talking about, right there in Cairo.
1: So, okay. So, all right. And so your first mud structure, the oldest mud structure, let me see. Oldest mud structure, right? You'll absolutely find a Nubia. Okay. You'll find these forts built out these big walls built in mud. I can't try, hold on. And then you'll find these mastabas. And out of these mastabas where you're burying people, they start to make them in stone. And then that would take us to who? I am Hotep, am I correct in that? Um uh
2: yeah, well, okay, so um from 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 the mastabas to to you say I am hotep? Yeah, he's talking. Uh, so like that. He's he was part of Zozer, so I am Hojepet. Part of uh, Netraket and Zozer, so then yeah, so then you're um, you're in another period where they begin to uh, construct, uh, use more science in their uh, uh, in their in their workings. So, uh, but you 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 have combinations of stone and you have uh, mud brick uh, architecture.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're right. So now we should be in what? The Third Dynasty, right? So we got structures of mud, okay, that predate structures in stone. So now we got to go to what? Old Kingdom Third Dynasty, am I correct?
2: Yes, -er -er Netiquette Zoser. So then you have a a new architecture uh, um, taking place.
1: New architecture taking place. And they start to stack them. When they stack them, they come up with the what? Step pyramid, right?
2: Uh, yes. So they uh, so they just changed the uh, designs. Uh, to, uh, they have better technology, so that they're, they're coming up with uh, you know with um, these type of uh, uh, pyramids, step pyramids uh, that that have a stronger structure, um, right? Uh, before they were building, uh, in, the, in the earlier periods, they were actually building uh, uh, underground. So they would build uh, the, how can I say, the, the first dynasty, uh, uh, they would build underground. So they would start digging underground, so they build these whole uh, temple complexes underground. And then they started building above ground, from underground they closed it and then they built structures on top, mastabas on top, and then that led to the uh, basic beginning of the pyramid uh, designs on on top um, for, at least for the uh, the Norseuts. But, so they started underground first, and then they started with these um, mastabas, and then uh, then they began like these uh, uh, above ground structures leading to pyramids.
1: I think you said something that's really, really important. You said they started to get scientific. Am I correct in that? Real scientific, mathematical, right?
2: Yeah, that's um, that's correct. So, um, well, they they increase their skill level, right? Because I think just doing what they did, even under the uh, the, the pre-dynasty times, to build those um, for the um uh, Aha, for uh, Nürmer, but they they were um, very high level skills craftsmen. Um, but then they began to increase their um, their knowledge of structures, uh, leading up to leading up to the um, leading up to the pyramid age. Uh, they started um, becoming ma- um, what they call stonemasons. They they stopped digging, right? Creating these structures with mud bricks, and then they begin using more structured, stronger uh, elements, um, working with brick. So then you have this whole thing coming out where these people become what they call the first masons. They begin working with uh, uh, from mud brick to actual brick. They um, identified what they need to do to make perfect stones. And so that leads into. Uh, that will ultimately lead into the Pyramid Age, but then you have the Mastabas and then you have this, uh, so you have lots of kind of like intermediate periods of science. And that's third dynastic period, right, uh, Brother Reggie? Yeah,
0: the yeah the The third time dynast- about uh, Nisut, Sanaket, Shosher second uh Hunai, those are some of the of of that period,
1: correct?
2: Uh, yes, so you have, uh, yeah, so, um, and even their names um, began to start talking about uh, uh, more, uh, how can I say, technology, so netiquette is divine of body, right, so you, 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 you're you talking about their mastering structure in this particular period of the third dynasty, uh, they began to, um uh, understand new technologies All
1: right, so so huh, so let's so we're gonna start with I am hotep then First maces am I correct in that
2: Well, I would say um you um He was in fact a um, He was a scientist but he's a scientist under the Narsut no, Bidi uh, Netiquette.
0: Yeah, he's divine
2: body. So, mm-hmm. Netiquette means divine of body, right? So, that right there, his whole name is uh, about structure. And Netiquette, is, I mean, I'm sorry, um, Imhotep is a scientist under uh, under Netiquette. But there are other um, scientists. Um, during this own period and in in the arms was a scientist in his own area, but there were there were other Scientists as great as emhotep, but this is the one that they single out because he's uh, uh, Because he's a man uh, but there are other uh, scientists I, 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 in a few minutes I'll be able to source the name of an actual female a scientist, but they begin to give titles. I think the point that you're saying is that um, the society is becomes more like building something, building facilities where people are giving. Uh, they're giving jobs. their jobs, and they and they and they master their jobs, and then they have apprentices, and uh, and so you have this whole structure of um titling people are getting titles right and these and and these titles are almost lifelong and you master them so it goes into a period where um it goes into a period where people look at who study these uh concepts like masonry into uh jobs apprentices right right? it goes into this whole period of we're not just going to do it uh nilly willy uh, it's going to be connected as if you were building a house a pair mm-hmm. Right a pair ah a great house yeah. uh, Pyramid so it is going to be that exact so uh, people they so they begin to build schools around uh, knowledge mm-hmm. ah, That's
0: So brother Reggie uh, just to ask you some questions We got we got our brothers in Nile Valley in Kemet working in the quarries uh, making the stones to, to fit in certain positions to erect these uh, magnificent structures using science, using accuracy to make uh, these magnificent feats of achievement. Is that correct?
2: Yes. So you have them working with uh, stones. And more importantly, you have them also working with jewels. So these mm-hmm. concepts come into place. They're not only working with facility, they're working with chemistry, Um, compass the the the, the, uh, watching materials as they combine together they're working with adhesives and glues right Mm. and they're working with uh, jewels right which are Mm. um, and so they they have become a whole period of uh, construction
0: Mm. I want to draw a parallel with what you're saying in in the in the fourth fifth sixth and seventh degree in masonry that body is called the holy royal arch masonry you'll hear it commonly referred to as the red house on the york right side the whole four five six seventh degrees is about what we are talking about right now in which workmen are sent to the quarries to learn a skill to learn how to work with stone to learn how to work with brick, to erect a mega structure. So we can now start to see where Freemasonry got these concepts from, from our brothers in the Nile Valley, our brothers that were erecting these pyramids, these these great structures with so much science and and accuracy and, and everything that they used will, fast forward when they were writing their freemason rituals now you can see where they drew inspiration from they even have um what's called a keystone and and a keystone was the last stone to complete the temple so we can see where they drew uh inspiration from brother Unk, you got something on your screen there
1: yeah can y'all see it
0: Ceremonial enclosure of I can't pronounce that at Fort Herakopolis.
1: That the city, H- Hicka Annapolis, City of the Hog, right? Yes. All right. Now, uh, dominate the low desert of Hiccanopolis is an imposing, watch uh, well, structure. Now, see, look at the structure. Let me show y'all the structure. Y'all see the structure?
0: Is that it up
1: there? That's it. That. Yeah, this. Tr- uh, Two thousand six hundred years ago. I mean my fault four thousand six hundred years ago. Let me get the dates, right? Mm. Hold on four thousand six hundred years ago. All right Built by the king uh, how you pronounce this Reggie cause second
2: Yeah, so yes I okay, um, second. Uh, second me second Casecum- Casecum- second me cause-
1: second dance remember I was talking about those mud structures, right? hmm There you go. This predates the pyramids this predates a stone. Here you go. This is the oldest standing stone structure. Look how big that is. Look at that. It's huge. Huge. Right and now, they would have put the white plaster.
0: To the left. You can see the people to the left. So you can get right. an
3: idea
1: how
0: big this thing is.
1: Right. Now you would have they would have put white plaster over this. All mm. right. Okay. This is the precursor. This is the precursor to those stone structures. So now we're getting our chronology straight. And we know who predates this. You got the daggone, quote, unquote, for sure, the termites. Think the termites go back 350 million years. Termites are building the insects. So why am I saying this? For scientific investigation, which is basically the watch of nature, those who study nature, those who study natural phenomenon to fix the problems of the world, all right? Think about that. So our ancient African ancestors, they actually watched termites and ants build in mud first. And from that, we'll learn to build in mud, and then we'll start to get measurements together, right? We'll build in stone. Like Brother Reggie said, we'll, we'll start to form like stone-building guilds. And I think you kind of said it, um, Panther. Right, we'll start to put together um, these schools of learning of high learning. So really, mastery comes out of colleges, right? Schools of high learning to build a stone. You're not going to run around with this stuff in your head like that, because we start to deal with complicated math now. All right, you ain't gonna just remember all that. It has to be written down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we start to get what mastery comes out of. It comes out of those who build in mud. Start with the termites. Go with the Nubians, then you'll end up with the Egyptians. All right. Oh, di- uh, third dynasty. They start building stone. They start to form these guilds of building in stone. Using science and math is starting to all come together now. This is not a come out of nowhere and just do it. So really showing you the transitional stages. So anybody yeah. who wants to challenge this, you gotta use transitional. Go ahead, brother. I wanna
2: I wanna, I wanna add um. The problem is with uh, chronology and European premises is that they start with Egypt. They don't start with Nubia. Right. They want to make Egypt separate from Nubia, but this system came from down the uh, uh, from the now started up. Uh, in the high mountains and it's and then it went down so culture started uh, from high going down low into the uh, into the Delta so uh, prior to uh, man-made materials they began uh, to use um, mountains they use other uh, uh, how can I say they were stoned they fabricated in caves uh, they they use rocks so then those people trying to take uh egypt out of africa like to say well they look toward uh past the delta for the technology that was the old um method that they wanted to say that um that africa's technology came from uh sumer right uh from that direction but we find that um, we find that as far as uh, Southern Africa, you have uh, you have what you call stone builders, people building within the rock, in the caves, in the stones. So this information is coming from deep into Africa, uh, down the Nile, uh, uh, as far as the delta, uh, and that the African environment had a more stable environment then uh, Mesopotamia and all those other places. But um, they began first in um, seeking shelter, some Africans, in caves and using rock. So you get this whole term if that's what you're sourcing, the concept of uh, masonry or building. And mm-hmm. then they some things they could fabricate fabricate quicker with composites of mud mud and then other type of uh compositions that may not last as long but would uh would last almost as simulating rock so this came from uh inner africa down the uh uh sorry uh how can i say Uh, from inner africa through the nile uh to the delta and then to the other uh cultures Um, and i think i want to say is that all uh, humanity came from Africa Uh, homo sapiens sapien was in Africa Neanderthal was uh, an um, was an African who had left um, Africa early on Mm -hmm. but so so all of this is um, African uh, um, technology and so, 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 so there you have. So then you have the period. So uh, we didn't cover ancient man, um, but uh, you know the Neanderthal was more of a, uh, a moving type of man. Uh, he didn't. Uh, he wasn't really a builder and a constructor. Homo sapien, Homo sapien was a builder um, type man. So uh, I, I'll, I'll get back in later when you ask me another question.
0: Uh, brother, uh, that's great information. While we're on the subject of, of African uh, builder nations, uh, we can't leave out West Africa, which comes uh, later, but still building, still using the same spiritual systems that we found in the in the Nile, up and down the Nile. So, I'm reading from this book. It's called Orunla, and it talks about uh, Orisha divination, and it's going over the steps in which you, uh, you go through to become a Babalao. If anyone doesn't know what a babalaw is, it's kind of like a high priest in the Santeria and Ephah tradition. So I'm reading, it says, The more senior the babalaw, the one is the first one that enters the holies of holies. Now we can stop right there. If anybody's familiar with Freemason terminology, the Holies of Holies is mythically the room for King Solomon, Hiram of Tyree, and Hiram of Biff, three mythical characters, who's supposed to serve as the master of the Lodge, senior warden, and junior warden. So this is a special room set apart for them in Freemasonry, and now we can already see in Ephah, this is a special room set for the senior Bible lounge who are connected to Oduduwa, which is kind of like the, uh, the Asar of their uh, tradition, the, the, the king that started the civilization. So it goes on to say, a ritual of salutation to the sun is done while drinking sweet, a, a drink made of sweet honey, cinnamon, milk, and other ingredients is offered to the earth and participant The applicant is blindfolded and prepared and entered a sacred room. The blindfolded and aspirant must be at balance, a basket full of goodies on his head. So we can stop right here. He says that he's blindfolded and and prepared in a sacred room. That is what happens before every Freemason degree is conferred. You're taken in the back, you're blindfolded, and you're prepared. That's what happens. And I know people are saying, well, how does he know that? And I know that because I've been a Freemason since 2010. So I can tell you, Before every degree, you get prepared in the back, just like in this West African spiritual system I'm, I'm reading right here. It goes on to say that he's led into a room blindfolded still. Others taunt him. Some trip him putting obstacles in his way, as he makes his way in front of the crowd. Again, I've been through this. They try to discourage you. They call you things like, we say you're not gonna make it, stuff like that. But you have to stand firm, and that is exactly what this book is talking about. So you have to ask yourself, where are they getting this inspiration from if we can go back into our African systems In the Nile and in the west part of Africa, and even other parts of Africa as well, you find the same things. They didn't make it up. They're drawing inspiration from many places in Africa. It goes on to say, I'm going to read the dialogue between the senior priest and and the uh, kneeling applicant. He says, why are you here? I am here seeking ephah. He said, what is your name? And he states his name. He said, what do you seek? I seek ephah. This is the type of dialogue that you will find in all Freemason ritual books, where it's similar to where they say, what do you seek? And the applicant is supposed to say, I seek light. Why are you here? Where are you traveling? I'm here to seek, seek light. I'm traveling uh, east, headed from the west. This is the same terminology. But where do they get it from if it's in African ritual books that have been practicing this for thousands of years? It goes on to talk about a male goat. If anybody knows about Freemasonry, you know about the goat riding uh, analogy. The craft is the goat. You feed the goat. So it's a ceremonial type thing. Well, in this tradition, they they, they do things with goats like sacrifice goats. Where did they pick this animal from? And why is it in our traditions? So this is just some of the things that you can see that they drew parallels from, and I have a lot more, but I'll pass the mic.
2: Well, I um, let me, uh, I'm, I'm gonna see if I can share my uh, screen. Um, I, you know, today I'm not having a, a, a good technology day. Uh, so let me just see if I could uh, share my screen. Um, So this is a twofold situation. There was uh, the Nile Valley origin of this concept of uh, education and building, and mm-hmm. then it went uh, to the uh, Greeks. Well, other groups of people uh, invaded uh, ancient Kemet for these um, uh, for these uh, for their science and technology. And for their esoteric thinking, so so you have groups of people coming in um, from uh, you know from across the delta to the Nile Valley, invading Nile Valley for its uh, secrets. Until you get to the area, the era of the um, you know the Persians, and and then all those groups of people, uh, the you know the Greeks, the Romans, and etc. So, the African system begins to go further underground. Uh, further underground. So, we're sourcing two things. There is what the Europeans know about our system, and it is what the Africans knew who constructed it. So, I am going to try to share my screen. And um, I wasn't going to present some of this, but I will. Um, see if I can share my screen uh, give me a second uh, figure this out because I got my PowerPoint up but I don't, uh, don't have my uh, screen so my uh, while I'm doing this my point my, my, my point is that we're, we're gonna look at I mean if I think it's where you're going we're looking at twofold we're looking at what the African knew and what the European sourced. Is that somewhat true?
0: I would say so. You know, we can we can definitely look at it from that angle: what the African knew versus what the European sourced. That's a good angle to go.
2: Yeah. So I'm trying to. Uh, 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 I got to go back. I'm trying to share my screen. A second, let's go back to this hangout. So the so the app the Nile Valley African began to pull several systems in. Uh, they they began to pull several systems together for their system of education. They made it holistic. The other systems, they were so connected to gods. Mm. Uh, They they were really connected to gods. The African began to detect that uh, humans are are connected. Humans have spokespersons. Uh, So you have uh, Nettercat, Uh, You have to divine the body, right? Humans began to source that we have to do the work. We we actually have to do our own work, and our work can be divine. So let's just see where I can get into it. Okay, finally, I got something. Okay, so I did this presentation, Introduction to the Mystery System of Our Sisters, Black Women Get Salvation. Um, Just real quick, I'll just go through a few of these slides. So this is the Nile Valley... Uh, the Nile Valley world. This is the this is the construction of the uh, of the world. Uh, this is a NUT. This is SHU. This is Geb. Um, hold on, hold on, a, Reggie. Hold on, Reggie. Hold on, Reggie. Go back to that slide. Is that
0: world round?
2: That's correct. The world. Of, <laughs> so the world. Why? Because it's in the womb. So they understood mm. the uh, the esoteric connection of building the difference between. Uh, flat structures square structures yeah. right and round structures so flat that's correct that Fills goes out water. Water. <laughs> no flat so earths, man they no saw Earthen, the womb. Now valley they saw the womb um, they saw stars and planets as eggs uh, birthed in a womb which you call um, uh, uh, dark matter black matter new new net right these were uh, birthed out of this uh, system of forces so then you have um, the world and this is the picture of the construction of the of the world and then in our system uh, we have um, um, the goddess um, nut you have a cycle where she swallows and she gives birth right Um, but in her uh, uh, so in her womb is the construction of things so the Nile Valley African does this, the rest of the world is uh, stuck in um, belief of, of, of gods. The the Nile the Valley African becomes a system of education which will ultimately be limited to a system of masonry. So let's get through. Um, they began to look at different geometrical figures, not gonna go into that. Um, they began to construct uh, what's on earth to the universe right so you have a cycle so uh, it's just it's limited to it's not limited to just uh, stone and gods it's a whole cycle of humanity and it's, all of it is connected to the stars then you have uh, we can come I'm just gonna go through a, a few periods then this is the Hachisept temple do y'all see it yes yeah okay you see the feet do you yes. see the the feet it has um so you see a staircase right yes on uh, to the left and the right of the staircase is what feet mm-hmm. right so then and this is all stone this is in its highest form so then you have humans walking back and forth into a womb you see the uh, you see the door all the way at the end that's a birth channel. That's a womb. So men and women are walking back and forth, being born, right, um, into a womb and walking forth. But guess what? This, uh, this is a woman. This is a woman. This is, uh, this is a woman. So, but this is stone masonry. So then you, um, so then in this you have. Um this you have all the cycles um you have uh you have the day and the night, you have twelve hours of the day, twelve hours of the night. This is all symbolism that will become masonry, but it will disappear for a particular reason. Um, I'll get through here. so you're very familiar, everybody's very familiar with this. you see this symbol right here? Hello, yeah, right here so um this is actually uh so you see um this government form. huh
0: is this uh luxor
2: no this is the united states on no. the top is united states okay. on the bottom on the bottom is luxor oh
0: yeah yeah that's what i thought
2: right but um but what you have is in the united states is you see where um where it is the uh, capital you see the capital The the center building? Hello? Okay. That's a womb. That's a womb. It's really not the temple of man. It never was. It's really the temple of woman. Because inside the womb, temples are built. So if you go back to here, to Hethersheps temple, you're walking into her womb. It is in the womb that Um, the humans are built inside an educational system. Okay, so then uh, you hear this is the Vatican Square. You see Vatican Square?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Okay, Vatican Square is not Vatican Square. Vatican Square is really Vatican's womb. It's a temple of a woman, it's not a temple of a man. They draw it because they're so man-centric but you see how it's laid out it's a womb it's circular and you see the two feet
0: yeah I was gonna point that out it looks like one's in front of the other the left one
2: that's correct that's correct so they take this from uh, the Luxor temples and that the womb is um, is where where society is built but then at the top is the head where there is the brain Mm mm-hmm
0: And that left foot sticking out is so significant, not only in Nile Valley culture but in Freemasonry, because your first step you ever take in a lodge is with your left, and no matter what degree you start on, they're gonna walk you through that process by taking that first step with your left.
2: So yeah, so so here we see the origin of this, and this is based on the Temple of Luxor. You see on, all the way on the right? All the way on the right is actually the temple of Luxor. So Vatican Square is built off of Nile Valley concepts. So this whole temple structure on the right is basically uh, Luxor, right? Mm-hmm. So in the womb, humans are built, and then when they're built, they go through the uh, vagina because it's a female. They go through the vagina to the rest of the world. You, you, you see how it's closed off? They they get well, to the rest of the world through the vagina. You see that? Yep. You see the womb. They're born in the womb and they leave the womb and they go to the larger society from the womb. So who did this first?
0: Now Valley.
2: Now Valley. So this is you see these legs right here? These are the legs of a woman. And this is the staircase to her womb. So then, mm. so then you come and then you, uh, it's not the temple of man, it never was, it's the temple of the female. And the United States government, you see Capitol Hill? It's a uh, swollen belly. It's a, it's a belly pregnant with knowledge. Mm. Do, y'all, do y'all see that? Yes. Yep. So... Um but but people try to cover it up so they make it look like a man, but it's really the temple of woman. And so uh Capitol Hill is pregnant, right? That is <laughs> the that is uh where humans are being born in or knowledge is being born. So then you have it in India, you have the same thing. You have a a fluid leading into uh the Taj Mahal, right, into a swollen belly. You see the top of the sw- the top of the sw- um uh the, the the temple the Indian temple, mm-hmm. okay that represents pregnancy, and this is the um the seminal fluid and the vaginal fluid leading to that, and in mm. Egypt of course you have when you look at um the women uh mystery systems which very few people talk about but um I uh, study you see that the uh that they are always pregnant and so when they're pregnant this is the representation of the pregnancy and inside Mm -hmm. the temple this is one of the famous temples temple of Abu Simbel in Kemet uh have you been there have anybody been there yes 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 okay so you've been in temple of Abu Simbel so um this is the womb and inside the womb these are the eggs these are the eggs, the humans being made, and it goes into the canal. So this is where men are being made. Inside the low, lower chamber, I mean the inner chamber, is the brain, and it's where the, uh, it's the brain. Um, uh, you know, where there's sight, where there's there's mental functioning going on. But prior to this, this area right here is the womb. It this makes sense was,
0: uh, if you look uh, directly, directly straight into the picture. It's the holies of holies in the back with the four deities, and I believe it's Amen, Raharate, Ptah, and there's one more back the king, there.
2: And the king, and the king,
0: and the king. So, and the king. so it's you know it 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 all it's all coming together image wise what you're saying because they're at, the, they're at the, uh, the summit, so to speak. Of yeah, the holies
2: of holies, the desire, the desire, the, desir, right. the holies of holies. That's inside that inner chamber is the holies of holies, and this is the chamber to make men. And so and during, it's
1: important
0: to note that this is how Masonic lodges are built, because those deities are in what they would call in the lodge the East where the distinguished members along with the master of the lodge sit so this is exactly how Masonic Lodges are built today based off the Nile uh, Valley African Science
2: and it disappeared the knowledge um, at some point there was a cutoff point and maybe we'll talk about that later but on top of this you have the sky this is a womb this right here is a womb a pregnant womb where men are made so if we go back to Here, you see, uh, the reason why this whole depiction is that the womb is because this is where men are made. And then if you go back to the temples, the temples represent the womb where men are made. Then over here in Vatican, this represents where the, where Vatican, um, supposedly Vatican Square, but it's really Vatican womb. To lie, and you see the womb, and you see the two feet, you see the feet, and you go through the, uh, the the passage of the womb into the belly. This is where men are made, right? And and then in Capitol Hill, this is where uh, men are made. They come together inside the um, the middle to make law, right? So. Uh, you know uh, i mean i could talk um i could
1: talk all day um on yeah, this, could... all right hold on reggie can
0: you see my screen, hold on, let, me screen. It it on let me put
1: it on y'all hold on In dc right
0: mm-hmm. hold on it's loading all so right here
1: you got a picture of who y'all see
0: that hold on hold on it's it's loading up i'm trying to get it to where it's Reggie's is showing, but I don't think both of y'all can share at the same time.
2: Okay, so I'll stop us. Um, okay, so never I
1: mind. My, all you do, just click on my my thing. It's gonna Yeah, share. I see it now. I got it now. All right, so right here we got picture George Washington. Mm-hmm. Right, and another guy now. Now there's surveyors. You got uh, Andrew Elliott and Benjamin Banneker surveyed to track the land and produce basic map. You know that he that they serve he was part of the survey team that actually put together Washington DC. A lot of people call Benjamin Bannock a Mason. He was not a Mason though. Because he was absolutely putting in place you know Nile Valley African concepts. Right. Right? And and we can simply go to the back of a dollar bill right and when you go to the back of the dollar bill Without, without, without all the spookisms and all the foolery, they're simply giving reverence and honor to your ancestors and the greatness that they produced. Your wisdom and knowledge contained. It was contained in masonry. It's now mm-hmm. hard. So really, masonry could be considered the caretakers right, of Nile Valley information. Right? And since we talked about the great physician and architect, I am Hotep, I would be removed if I, if I did not go to this particular book. Watch this. It's called Women in Leadership Contextual Dynamics and Hard Copy. So you go to the section dealing with women in science through history. Now we talked about um, I am Hotep being one of the first masons. Right? Mm Because he was building the stone. Get this woman that predates him. It says, women in ancient Egypt enjoyed many more freedoms than their counterparts in ancient Greece and Rome. They were able to study and practice medicine, which played a critical role in Egyptian society, alongside with men. The reference for that is Leon 1995. It says, some Egyptologists have identified Mariette Fatale, look up. Mary Patel is the first woman scientist, known female physician. She worked around 2,700 B.C.E. What's the, what's the date on Imhotep?
2: Uh Reggie. Ah, uh, um, Imhotep M-ho, um, is in the. she's uh, she is. She's an earlier contemporary with Imhotep. She is. Um. What's the date? Uh, I would have to source a date. Um, but I'm saying that they are
0: they're in the same uh dynasty.
2: Yeah. Merit Patah would may have been a um the master of M Hotel. She is um slightly uh earlier.
3: Yeah.
2: Um mm-hmm. because they didn't have that male and female dis- uh distinction that we do. So Merit Patah would have most likely been
1: a, uh, a higher order
0: than Imhotep. I, I would say that Reggie is correct, because the second dynastic period is roughly 2890 to 2685, 2686. So if she's 2700 BC, she was around during the second dynastic period as well when Imhotep comes around in the 3rd dynastic period under king social So yeah, she would be slightly
2: ahead. So the system is yeah. and it makes sense because you know, you have um how can I say the women um the women are the principals. The men are the, uh, the 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 ones who bring the principals into they're the builders. But the principals are all the all the women. So women were uh, afforded a very very high level in the mystery systems of uh ancient uh of ancient Kemet, mm-hmm. uh, people don't yeah people. She's the chief sees the chief
1: priestess my father mm. she's, she's. hold on uh hold on She's the chief physician all right you talking about back in 2000 uh 2700 bce and so everybody always talks about I Am Hotep. Dr. Ben talks about that I Am Hotep had brothers and sisters that were also uh, physicians and all that to predate that. So I just wanted to make sure that we never forget about the sisterhood and exactly what they brought the world, okay? But so we always talk about um, I Am Hotep and all that, but we can't forget about the sisterhood and what they did. You remember, right? You know, I think it's called obstritics. Well, i pronouncing that right. Well, Had something to do with uh surgery, childbirth. That's right. So she was a specialist in. Let me. Am I saying this right? Obstetrics. Obstetrics. Obst- obstetrics. obstetrics. Right. Okay. It's a branch of medicine and surgery concerned with childbirth <coughs> and the care of women giving birth.
0: That's a big time. All right. So right now,
1: now it starts to make sense. Now we can kind of put it together and understand just what role black women played in. Because you don't got no masons. You don't got no builders and nothing. You don't got no nation. You don't got nothing, not unless the babies have a way to come through. Not unless the babies have a way to be healthy. You have no workforce. You have none of these things. So she's, So these women are the first
2: medicine women, first doctors, childcare. Can you see my slide? Can you- um,
0: Hold on, let me put it on. You ready?
2: Yeah. Okay, I normally don't talk about uh i try not to talk about the uh the systems of ancient kemet because there are people who are just so irresponsible and uh so i sometimes i give sources and sometimes i don't give sources this one i won't give sources to uh this is a uh, a lodge in ancient Nile nah valley and this mm. lodge has both male and females in the lodge right mm. and they're going through various uh systems and and so It's not what you see like in the paradigm rule where there's just one person no this is a systematic education where you see uh, one section where there are some men training Uh, the bottom section is that there men in another state of training the Mm. the third level another train and then on the other side you see women training you see the women pouring uh, and then you go down you see other men and then uh, you go down Watch this. And so you go down to the bottom one of the second column, right? And you see a female grandmaster training uh, men, right? Do you see that? The yes. sister all the way on the bottom. She's on the bottom because why? Her breasts are covered, right? And she is in this system training men. And then uh, then you go to the top. They're on, a, they're on high levels. Um, and then you go on to um, the middle register of the bottom. Uh, so, um, and where you see men training women, you see the women with their hair, uh, they're in some type of uh, a mode You see, the, uh, I'm talking about the third column, middle register. Okay. And you see the, the long hair of the on? women, they're like in a, a particular uh, pose, like okay. a push up pose and their braids are down, Uh you see that. So in ancient Kemet, you have a system of education for men and women, and sometimes uh, uh, separate rooms, sometimes combined rooms. The women are called the Semiotes. Women are called Semiotes, chantresses, uh, because no ceremony can be done without a man or a woman. So uh, this one over here, uh, the singer Amo Nanny. You see her? Yes. You see her? Okay, so she is going through her parrot and hero. How do we know? Because we can read the meta on the right hand side and uh, we can see like the Akat parrot hero. You see it? Yeah. On the right hand side. So this is the parrot and hero of a sister who has gotten, uh, who is Mott Carroll her name is Nanny, uh, and...
0: She's true of voice, and she's yes. receiving her salvation.
2: That's correct. So, are you reading the meta to say that, or are you, or, or are you not?
0: No, uh, I, read, I read enough of it to figure it out. I didn't get every character, but I read enough of it to figure it out.
2: Okay, so women go through the paradigm heru uh system of uh of education um so i wanted to show in ancient Kemet it was well developed and then it went to sleep so here is a uh i mean here's a symbol that we we normally uh uh how can i say we we see it with the papyrus of annie but this is a woman going through the system mm-hmm. you see the doors up on top right And you see her. um, uh, Then you see her heart being weighed by the feather of truth.
3: Right.
2: Her ib. You see her with a set. And uh, there are. um, um, I mean, I can. um, You know, I can read most of this. Um, So, but she is going through the system. The the purpose. The um, purpose of me showing you is that uh, men and women had a very uh, similar uh, training. Uh, Here, this sister, you see she's in a boat, right? Mm -hmm. Her her soul, her ba, is journeying in a boat. She is peddling her own destiny. Wow. So, so this is the origins of modern masonry, and uh, uh, here's the hellfire. And here's the sister barely making it through uh, because it's an arduous right. task. So this is the paradigm rule of a of a female. So I stop.
1: Reggie, one second. Hey Ben, do me a favor. Go go to your left hand side of your tools and click that and then check that second box, yo, so that the um things, so that the windows will be gone, so we can see the whole presentation.
0: Okay, you said do what now? Go to go to the tools and click yeah. which one? The
1: second one, the one that says screen here. No, the one that says tools. It should say tools over there. T O O
0: L S. I see one that says camera cameraman.
1: Cameraman.
0: Yeah, it says cameraman.
1: What's on that one? Click that. What does it say? Cameraman. Oh crap! Click that. What does it say?
0: Mm, broadcast settings. Oh, yeah, hide their audio. Yeah. Hide broadcast large video that I see my audience and hide other V's.
1: Is it the first second. one? I- it's the second. 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 Okay. Should be three, right? It's three of them. Yeah, get the second one. Okay, I clicked the second one. Okay. Yeah, Reggie was in the middle
2: of saying something. Okay, so I'm going to come back to this. Now, um, I want to let everyone know that. Um, uh, I am not in, I am not a Mason. Um, I come out of another system of, of, of African studies, right, black studies. Um, mm-hmm. my, all my teachers uh, had, either they were in a lodge or connected to a lodge. Um, I never joined uh, a lodge, but I was an experiment. Me and my brothers, we were an experiment. They did not put us in a lodge because they freed us up to be able to talk to see if, in another time period, uh, we can talk without the confines of being uh, silent. So I could talk about things because I have not taken I have not taken an oath of secrets that I cannot talk about. So in this symbol, can you see my system right here? Can you see my presentation?
1: Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. It's still on that.
2: All right, so this is a hall. So you and you have to understand that Dr. Joseph Benjo Cannon uh was a Thanks, Dr. Joseph Cannon was a teacher of mine, and Dr. Joseph Ben Jokanin taught my teachers. Mm-hmm. So my teachers are William Randolph X, Dr. Jeffries, Professor Small, and some others uh, that I won't uh, talk about. And so Uh, Just not to compromise them. But here you see uh, Osir, Osir, Osir is uh, sitting on a perfect square. Whatever Mm -hmm. the perfect square is, right? Right. He is sitting on a perfect square. Um, You see, um, in this particular hall, this is a hall, and then lots of things are uh, going on in this in this hall. Um, you, um, You see the image of the sister paddling her own canoe. She is paddling her own canoe, um, meaning that she um, is every human being. Normally, we see men doing. We, normally, we see Annie doing it, right? Uh, you are in control of your own destiny, but you have to you have to move through it. So this uh, this is uh this is has a lot of uh, what you call Masonic imagery in it, right? Um, but it, it sits way before masonry. It's the origin of masonry. Here is the sister uh, passing through hellfire. You see the squares? The sister is uh, moving through uh, another stage, another degree. All of these are degrees. All of these are degrees. This is the, fir- um, this is the first degree of the afterlife where the sister meets uh, Usir um uh, and they begin to um have a conversation um and we can read some of that uh uh that conversation and um uh, um and and that you see that's not a leg of lamb you see that um that's not a leg of an animal it looks like it you see it what is oh that's the big dipper that's the big that's the big dipper that that leg, that choice piece of lamb, the re- or the choice piece of an animal was uh, is a is a star system. See if I can see it in another uh, slide that I have. Uh,
1: questions. So why Reggie? Questions. So why you say that? What what's giving you a clue of that? Clue to that. Where you get that from?
2: That's, that's a star system. Uh, because yeah, we get in the Text. They talk about it. I just need to find. Um, 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 I, I, I have it in some other material because I, I didn't think I was going to show it here, but I'll go and I'll and I'll source it and I'll bring it up. But let me just go through these slides real quick um, and see if
0: you make an yeah, excellent, like a excellent point, though, Reggie. You make an excellent point about now we're getting into the differences between modern Freemasonry and and what Africans have you just showed uh, Africans going to training with our female counterparts, with our, with our mothers and daughters and, and sisters. Today, that, that's not allowed in, in Masonic lodges across the country. So now we can start to see what the differences are. Even in uh, West Africa, when the making of Babalaos, the woman plays a very important part. In the, in, the, in the end of him becoming a Babalao, he has to take an oath to his wife. Without that oath to his wife, he cannot become a Babalao, and she's a part of the ceremony. So we can see that the African concept of these, of these science uh, wisdom center institutions is not misogynistic like what they became later in the masonic lodges so that's a great point that you made
2: there, well, uh, if you if you, look at, if you look at this um picture can you see this picture right here yes so this picture here is um the faces are knocked out because they were gold so that's why the faces are knocked out of this sister right so this is a sister um she is um she's a simian a chief priestess uh her name is nanny so she has uh so you see her breast out, and you see her breast are like a star system. In the middle is the Kepra, the coming forth. Uh, but in her womb, you see she's pregnant. And her, in her womb is the mysteries. So now Valley had a, 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 a different point of view that inside the womb, you see there she's pregnant again. Inside the womb, uh, there's a fallopian tubes. It's all laid out. Um, or, or where men, are, men and women are born. So when you have the, uh, the, these chambers, this chamber and you have the Holies of Holies, the Holies of Holies is the brain. But inside this chamber, this chamber is a womb. This is this chamber right here. So this chamber right here is where men are born. And you see them as eggs. Uh, this is a picture of a, in, inside a, um, inside a uh, womb uh there could be several eggs uh in different uh and so uh one will come forth uh but this is happening inside the womb so masonry and here is what's happening inside that temple which i already showed you and um and these are some of the uh the the things that happen uh perceptually inside that. So I saw some other pictures. I didn't want to disturb where you are going, but I wanted to show.
0: No, you fit right in, Reggie. You fit right in.
2: I, I, yeah, I wanted to show the uh, uh, I wanted to show the system, the Nile Valley system that we were uh, that we were taught. So uh, I st- um, I go back to the slide. Reggie, is that you?
0: Who was that in that picture?
2: No, that was my parents.
0: That was your parents? Man, you look just like your father.
2: Yeah, that was my parents. So here, uh, let's see. Okay, so men and women are born in a womb. So you see the staircase? You go Mm -hmm. up this staircase in between this woman's leg to be born, to be birthed. You come out of this system of education born. Right, this is what's happening inside These are concepts that's happening inside that womb, right? But you go inside that inner chamber to be born. That's where you go. And here's the whole (laughs) womb. Yes. Can I come? What's the name of the museum in New York? Metropolitan. Yeah. It's not in Harlem, but it's in New York. Yeah. Metropolitan Museum of Art. Yeah.
1: Now me and you was in this museum. Let me you was talking about the women for a minute before you get off the women. Real quick, let me throw this in here. Let me screen share and show you uh something.
2: Do I have to stop stop my screen share? Oh. Uh, you shouldn't I have think to. So. You shouldn't have to. All you gotta do is not. click
0: mine on, Ben. I got it. I got it. Uh I got it on. Yeah, I got it.
1: All right, so y'all see this, right? Y'all can see my screen, right? Yeah. Watch this. I don't know how, how high the volume is for it. But me, Reggie, I think Ben, we're in the Metropolitan Museum in New York and we're in the area with her subject and she's and she's standing her due guard. Look at it. Right All right, the question is, why is Nipsey M
0: Sue? Standing in the Masonic post. Because she's not
1: standing in the Masonic post. She's even made an Egyptian pope. But this is where the motion get from. Look, she got that front foot, got the left foot forward, her mm-hmm. hand, look at her apron on it, right? This is the sister. Why did they teach you this? I'm a raw squad. So we see the sisterhood standing in the pose, and she got a weapon in her belt. That's the standing in what they would later on call a Masonic Copes, the sisterhood. I'm a Ross Park oh. All right, and so you know, um, Documentation beats, uh, what they say beats?
0: Demonstration beats conversation.
1: Beats conversation. So say no more. This is act, That's in the Dagon Museum.
0: Not only that, it's Plain important to look at her hands, like you said, uh, because that's actually a do That's a master mason do-god.
1: <laughs> so,
3: so later
0: on, that becomes a, a symbol for the third degree. Mm-hmm. Well, and if, you and if no one believes me, you think I'm making it up. You you can buy the book Lester's Look to the East. They they sell it on Amazon. Uh, if you want the pictures, you can buy Duncan's Monitor. They out they uh they sell that on Amazon as well with the pictures, so you can mm-hmm. see you know if, if Panthers telling the truth.
2: Well, if you um let me go back to um I'll try to go back to my screen. Uh, I don't know which uh yeah on my screen so uh, this is a uh, this if you want to use that terminology this is a lodge if you want to use this terminology this is a lodge with all its functions you see my screen yep yep all right so this is a lodge uh Hatchesap, uh foremost of the ladies that is her name that's what it means Hatchesep is a, is a uh, had an apron on she's a a grand uh, she's a she's a grand uh, she's a she's a sabre she's a carry um, a, a she's a master carry her back she's a master of the lodge that's why she has that apron on and inside this lodge or various groups of people in different orders getting different levels of information mm. so um so so you have them to uh, you have them together some of it is similar some of it is separate so that's why you have different rooms you see this is divided in different rooms but well, what's interesting brother reggie is those three
0: people at the beginning of the uh of the papyrus if you go left to right you see three yes. people right yes and they're in charge right yes so This is exactly the layout that's in the laws today, because you have three principal officers, worshipful master, senior warden, and junior warden, represented by three people, represented by the sun, uh, the sun, the moon, and the stars. So you have the exact same setup here. Three people in charge, giving out the orders to the people that's training the, the initiates. Nothing has changed. But we have people that will bash Freemasonry when all they did was take your African principles and switch them around. You can even see this in Vudan. The term for, for uh, what you have on the screen here, Reggie, in Vudan yes, would be Amvor in, in Vudan. And, and the, the sacred altar would be called a, a Potiman. And, and, and let's see what they say about uh, their, their secret craft. When their initiate goes into their prepared room, he enters a tomb where the initiate goes to die and be reborn as an adept of the craft. Now, if anybody knows anything about Freemason rituals, when you make your third degree, you symbolically die. And you are risen in the form of Hiram Abith. So this is exactly what they're doing in Voodoo, In Ephah, they say that they raise him a new man, a uh, raised to the position of honor, a lao. So raising the art of, the, the act of raising to a new position is an African concept.
2: Well, look at my slide. L- let's go back and look at my slide, right?
0: I, I still got it on there, brother. Those brothers, so, you're talking about those brothers on the uh, tables?
2: Yeah, you uh, who have died. They're in a right. coffin. Mode. Yeah. and then there are uh, uh, various forms of being uh, reborn. A rough and, honor, they bubble out. See it, I see. So it. This, this group of slides, I hardly ever, ever show. African concept. Well, look oh. at my slides.
3: Hold on, we got some background. Look,
2: look. I, I still got it on there, brother. Those brothers, no. some of
0: those brothers on the uh oh, Somebody got a little background noise. Mute, please oh, mute, please There's mute. Something.
2: Yeah uh Hello. Go ahead. So this is an initiation chamber. So this is uh men and women uh wardens, I guess. It would become wardens and this is going right. through various uh stages. So there's a stage where uh the people come in and then there's a stage where they die and then there's a stage where they're reborn and then uh Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So these are. I have a whole. I, I hardly ever give anybody uh, this because they're just not uh, respectful of the knowledge and they think everything is free. But uh, this, I have a whole a diagram, and maybe I saw some other pictures where you see uh, you you see the different chambers of education in Nile Valley culture.
0: That's a big time source, Reggie. That's. Uh I for that. That's
2: that's good. If I find another picture when I turn off my screen, I'll put it back on so that I don't we don't get lost in. Here's a womb. I, I do want to tell you this. This picture right here is where men and women are made at. This is a womb. This is a womb. How do I know it's a womb? This right here, the Taj Mahal. This is a womb. You see this right here, Vatican Square. It's not Vatican Square. It's a Vatican womb. This is where men and women are made inside here. Here's Capitol Hill. Um, the uh, Capitol Hill is pregnant. It's a womb where men and women are made. You here know, is it's in the Nile Valley. Huh?
0: It's important to note that that picture, that the first one you uh, showed at Abu Simbel, that there's a temple to the right of that in which uh, Ursemat Rastetup and Robert Remesu Mary Arman, known as Remesu II, made for for his favorite queen. Yes. That is just as elaborate and just <laughs> as big as this one. The only difference is the male deities are replaced with female deities, and all of yes. the art on the wall is of female deities. But it's the same setting, so it's a womb in that one too. <laughs>
2: That's correct. And so all of these are wombs where men and women are made. Um, I, and here in this uh, caress, um, uh, uh, it is pregnant. It is, uh, it is pregnant with knowledge, right? Pregnant. So here is, Dr. Hall. Here is a fallopian, um, the waters, the liquid waters uh, that go in and out of uh, a human body, uh, right? Where men and women are born. Here, uh, Vatican Square, men and women are born inside uh, Vatican Square. It's pregnant. I don't know why they call it Vatican Square, because they lied to you, because it's actually, uh, it's actually female, right? And then uh, in the middle of it, in the middle of it, that circle, there's an obelisk, right? Mm-hmm. There's an obelisk. It's not at that point of view, but here's uh, Capitol Hill, the same thing men and women are born or is made inside the belly so these are uh, concepts um here to get the knowledge you're born you have to come between a woman's legs you have to be born here inside uh this concept of a uh, shoe um tefna um, um she is swallowing uh uh and she's swallowing the sun and giving birth to it and here is the uh uh uh, what is what is being born so here uh, Mutt, right inside her uh body is uh is a tip te- is a temple men and women are being born fertility so I'll let you go on i I'll, I'll catch up i'll figure out if i want to uh and the reason why I wanted to show you this is because women go through the same system it's yeah, that was it. real good.
1: That yeah, was interesting, Reg.
2: It's not exclusive to, it's not, it's um. not exclusive to uh, men uh, because you got, like, going back to a set in Nebhead, it was a set who lost her uh, husband, Usir. She was the one who tricked uh, Ray for the secrets to resurrect her husband. She was the first initiate. She gave it to her uh she ultimately gave it to her son. That's why every king is born is a miss. he's born mm. and he's um uh, uh, and he's and he's given that he's given that knowledge so uh, I'll let you uh honest to Dr. Ricktty because she uh she uh she was the one who gave us the tools in which to source this information here. Uh, the woman is pregnant with civilization. Uh, here, uh, Nut is swallowing the sun and giving birth in her in her womb. Uh, uh, I, I, will, I will find hey, somebody else. Hey, you?
0: Brother Reggie, let's point out that this is what Dr. Mint, ben meant by heaven is in between uh, a black woman's legs. This is exactly that, literally, but this is what he means because it's going in between the legs of Newt. So that's what he meant by that it, it wasn't a a literal thing you know it wasn't perverted or anything like that that's what our it's,
2: esoterical. it's uh esoterical so that you could right so you can find you can source some information as you if you if you're if you're able to uh be able to comprehend if you're ready if you're right-minded right so mm-hmm. um but if you're not right-minded you can't source so here Heaven is in between a black woman's legs. That's what Dr. Yes. Ben said. You see this? this is heaven in between a black woman's legs. There's mm-hmm. the stars, there's heaven, right? And it's in between a right. black woman's legs. Here. Now,
0: it, now go, back, go back to that picture, Reggie. Go back to that picture. Now, right here, this is a Masonic Lodge. How do I know that? Because over every covering of a Masonic Lodge is a cloudy, starry-decked heaven this is what you're seeing i hope the audience is starting to get where they get these terms from where they get their symbology from where they get their ritual information from the starry decked heaven is right here in between the legs of newt that's the lodge
2: that's correct so um uh i am well you know it just depends on how this lesson goes on there's some things I would feel. Ridge, and-
1: Ridge. Huh? Hey, Reg. You got the power pack stuff. Hold on. Don't bring that out yet. You got the, I mean, you got the firsthand accounts. You got well, well, primaries on, on a couple things that's going to end the whole shenanigans of the fools that teach amongst us, right? Now, mm-hmm. the reason we're giving this lecture, right, is because y'all, we hear Illuminati yeah. this, Macy's this this what they're not telling you oh no, i'm a raw squad is a group of masons this and that and this is my teacher and blase 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 but when you read the master teacher dr ben he was a daggone mason master farad muhammad on the title noble drew ali that's a title Nathan what else title. we got? Uh, well, we got We got Marcus,
0: uh, we got a uh, Dr. Khalid Muhammad, who Muhammad was a
3: Freemason
0: We got a uh, Garrett Garrett A. Morgan, who invented the traffic light and the gas mask. He was a Freemason. We got uh, Marcus Garvey, who was initiated. We got the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, who was a Freemason. We got Martin R. Delaney who some people call the father of black nationalism, was a Freemason. We got W.E.B. Du Bois, who was a a, a attendee and a a feature member of the first Pan-African Conference. We got Mega Evers, who who was, uh, you know Mega Evers and his work. Hell, we wouldn't even have roots. We wouldn't even have roots if it wasn't for for Freemasons because Alex Haley, Alex Haley's a
1: brother. Uh, now, don't forget, don't don't forget the most honorable Elijah Muhammad.
0: Yeah, I said him earlier, Elijah Muhammad. Okay, definitely. So these are titles, uh, right? A. Philip Randolph, who marched with Dr. King, uh, Arturo Schomburg, mentor to Dr. Ben and John Henry Clark. Now this next name is an interesting one, David Walker, and if you don't know who David Walker is. David Walker wrote the appeal. The appeal is a document in which he talked about the only way that we can get free from oppression is to kill all white folks. Nat Turner read the appeal. And that's what sparked him to start thinking differently and and, uh, walk more towards the revolution. So that's a little uh, tool for your tool bag. We also have Booker T. Washington uh, Granville T. Woods, who was an inventor, Andrew Young, the great James Small. And, and this last name that I'm gonna say is a controversial one. Uh, many people don't know, Dr. Martin Luther King was scheduled to go through a Masonic Lodge, but he never returned from Memphis. So there was a big debate on whether to make him a uh, a Mason And what's the term when you when you posthumously? There was a big debate within the uh, Grand Lodge of Georgia. So what they decided on, because Masonic law says a man has to be living to be made a Mason. So what they decided on is to honor him at his funeral. So if you ever see pictures of his funeral, there are a lot of Masons at his funeral. And they even presented his wife, Coretta, with an apron. And I actually have that uh, article on PDF, which I can put in the uh, Honor Squad uh, group, and you can read it for yourself, because that was a big debate at that time, and he was scheduled to go through, but unfortunately, our dear brother never made it back from his trip uh, to the South.
2: Well, I want to see... Oh, Ray, go ahead, go ahead. Well, we
1: didn't get to the point. I wanted to catch okay. my point, baby. Go ahead. Is it is the reason why all those brothers entered <laughs> <didn't> masonry? <make> <laughs> because it was the caretaker of ancient Egyptian knowledge, which is agreed upon by the known world, was the first, right, and the greatest of scientists, right, inventors of math, geometry. Uh, All their great scientists studied Egypt. And so the Masonic, the Masons, right, recognize these claims. Watch this. Let me let me put some let me put a little hot sauce on the situation for you. Put a little references and sources on that for you. Real quick before Rez jump in. Now, this is from I want to read (laughs) the (laughs)
3: Apple Cynthic group civilization.
1: They won't read that. <laughs> Value one. Fabrication of ancient Greece, 1787 to 1985. Mark, now, now, where we at right now is we're in the uh, table of contents. Do y'all see this? Yes. Three. The Triumph of Egypt in the 17th, and 18th centuries. Always studying Egypt because you got Hermeticism in the 17th century. You got prosecutionism, right? Ancient Egypt and the Protestant countries. You got ancient Egypt in the 18th century. You got 18th century China, right? Aristocrats. You got 18th century England, Egypt, and Freemasonry. <sighs> Page 173. You gotta read it. France, Egypt, Progress, quarry between ancient Egypt. You got mythology. As allegory for Egyptian science expedition to Egypt you gotta read the book I'm gonna read a couple excerpts out of that after brother Reggie finishes but this is very very vital and very very important to what we do as African centered people it's a reason why all of our great leaders decided you dove into the Masonic Lodge, because what I'm going to show later on is that while brothers was in slavery, right or wrong, brother Ben?
0: Yes. While brothers were still enslaved, enslaved. there were brothers in Boston and and other places that, that, you know, they didn't have to necessarily deal with that, that was studying Egypt, in Freemason Lodges, calling themselves Kushites.
1: So where you thought you was going to get the information from, you couldn't go to your your preacher. Guess why? Because a lot of the preachers was in the lodge, holding back the information. So you would have to get into the lodge to get that ancient Egyptian information. And to show enough uncut, I'm saying it it was a start to get you there. And I can prove and verify that all the Masonic lodges uh uh, from ancient Egypt, right on down to their temples, right on down to everything they do, they're giving reverence and honor to, to the Nile Valley Africans. The people that you spooked out when I say Illuminati, they was giving reverence to ancient Nile Valley African to be Illuminati. As a matter of fact, they wanted to murder them because you got people burnt at the state. Absolutely bruno he got burnt at the stake matter of fact when you deal with bruno watch this when you deal with bruno you find bruno uh matter of fact uh let me see Geraldo bruno genaldano bruno guess where you find him at when you watch the series cosmos right you'll find i think in the first episode tyson neil degray talks about bruno and he says bruno was burnt at the stake because he talked about the universe being unlimited, right? And it was going against the Catholic Church. So he claimed that they burnt him at the stake, right, because he was practicing science. No, 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 no. That's not why they burnt him at the stake. They burnt him at the stake because he was given reverence and honor and practicing or trying to practice in Nile Valley African culture.
0: Okay. And Brother Anki he wasn't the only one. You can look at Plato uh, uh, in the book, Your Phythro. He was teaching mystery system information from Egypt. They killed him. Uh, and, and a lot of his students died as well. But not uh, teaching things in line with the Greek mythology. They all were, were, were either executed or poisoned or uh, or... Okay. died uh tragically because they, they were teaching uh Zeus and Apollo and, and Hera and Hercules. They was teaching science.
1: Oh, I ain't getting too I
0: that they had uh, gathered it. from uh from Nile Valley Africans and Kemen and, and and I want to make that point clear today that it's not just Nile Valley Africans. Um it's Africans all over the continent that had these mystery systems that that they used as wisdom centers to, to cultivate and educate their people and in different periods, because it starts with the Nile Valley and then they go back and they look at different systems like Vudan and, and Ifa and afad and all these different traditions, Odinani, Afa, uh, um, different things at different periods. And they pick and they choose and they revise to study you and your system. Uh, go ahead, Brother Reggie. You got something on your screen.
1: Yeah. I want to okay. get that source. Hey, Reggie, let me get a source real fast, and then I'm going to shut up. Remember I talked about Bruno getting burnt at the stake, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I talked about the actual uh, Cosmos, Tyson, Neil Great. Y'all need to watch those series, right? Mm-hmm. On page 24, Black Athena, right? Let me read the source for the information that I gave you. It says, although Kepanios... Mathematician was derived from Islamic sources, Islamic science. His heliocentric seems to have come from the rival of the Egyptian notion of a divine son in the new intellectual environment of hermeticism in which he was formed. It says his champion, Giordano Bruno, at the end of the 16th century. Was more explicit on this and went beyond the respectable Christian Neo Platonic Hermeticism of Finchino, Applaudio, by the wars of religion and Christian intolerance. He advocated, watch this, Bruno now, he advocated a return to the original or natural religion that the Egyptians for which he was was burnt at the stake by the Inquisition in the 1600s. So you got, (laughs) on Cosmos, you know they leave something out, right? On Cosmos, they talk about Bruno getting burnt at the stake for practicing science. No, he got burnt at the stake for trying to practice a Nile Valley African uh, religion. I just wanna put that in there. Go ahead, brother Reggie, it's on you.
2: Uh, Can you see my screen? Now I'm clear. See my wow. screen? Yes. See my screen? Yep. All right. Ooh, that ain't who I think it is, is it? Hey, you oh. got
1: my this thing on. Hey, 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 Ben, click that on, yo, so when you talk it don't come off. Click on the screen. I did click on the screen. Right. Yeah, put your point over there and click it, over Reggie thing and click it. I did. All right. Killed him. Man, wow! All right, go ahead, Reggie. All right, so oh man, it's blowing over, yo. So, oh man,
2: so Dr. Our teacher, Dr. Joseph Benjo Cannon, is three hundred and sixty degrees. I'm in rock. Three hundred sixty degrees means I Amin mean Ra means that he has mastered multiple systems. Yeah, here he is, huh. the Grand Tate in the
1: shrine. Potate,
2: yo, nah, I didn't even know this, yo. That's in the shrine. He is, uh, he's a grand and, uh, the Grand Tate and the this person next to him, to the right of him, well, to the, to his left is Dr. George Simmons, mm. right? He's the uh, assistant, and then there's the chief, right? Mm-hmm. Chief, uh, assistant why I, absolutely. Why am I showing you this? Okay, so um, Dr. Joseph ben Cannon had mastered many systems in his life. You know, he was uh, part of the Hebrew system. He was part of the masonry system, and so let me, uh walk you down through memory lane, right but if this should speak a thousand words right
1: that's the shrine right Reg? he's in yeah i
0: got one i got one of them that's the shrine
1: (laughs) hold on y'all see the symbol y'all see the scimitar on his hat you got the scimitar yep and kufu in the middle pharaoh kufu in the middle you can you can find some of the white shrines outside collecting money and they ignore you when you start talking about Egypt and all that, but
2: it's right there on that. <laughs> all right, so I, uh, okay, so let me just go to the beginning of my slides. I was hoping this goes faster, because I don't wanna, I go to the beginning of my slide, and uh, you know, there was, uh, you know, Brother Ben, uh, somehow a group that you're involved in, they sourced me. I'm not gonna mention their name, right? But I'm no longer with them. But I think you're still with them, right? Hello, hey, crazy. I'm not sure. I don't know who we're talking about. <laughs> I know you are talking
0: about. You know, Reggie, man. Am I? Am I? St- am I still with them? <laughs> yes,
2: you. Yes. St- you're still with them. I'm not with them. Uh, one of the things is that uh, people don't respect yeah, your yeah. people don't respect your knowledge, right? And they just think that they can recruit you into something and you don't have rules. Now I am a student of uh, Dr. Yosef Ben Jo Cannon and others, right? And I choose what I want to reveal and what I don't want to reveal. I'm not part of the craft of Amin Ra. I'm not uh, part that's of uh, the craft of Hunefer. I'm not part of those, but I was a servant, student to them, right? So I had access to things without being a member of any uh, system, but to and my oaths were loose, but but I was a caretaker. So one of the groups I I, I joined ultimately uh, because of uh, because of uh, they said that you was involved, even though I never spoke to you about. But I'm no longer in that group. But I want to just show you a few things. Um. This was my lecture uh, on the concept of the mystery systems, which I very rarely give to anyone. They're not responsible. In ancient, in ancient Egypt, it is called the Wat-en-Ankh. It's called the path of life. It's in the Medunecha. The, the temple, the structure is called the Wat-en-Ankh. Wat is the path, the path of life. And here is Amenok, chastising somebody in the system about the system. And here's the uh, transliterations up front, and then on the bottom is the uh, is the translation. Right? I'll read a little bit of it, and then I'll stop. Um, this is Piyanki. This is the Narsut Piyanki retaking the Nile Valley, right, from people who have fallen from the path, the Wainak. And this is what he says, uh, cause, that he will rule. Look, he is the uh, in uh, God's house. Look, he is something while serving a praise application. Loyalty, oath, we have not abandoned the proper way of life. The Wainak, say to him in a beneficial uh, praise before. The, then the king's wives and king's sisters Threw themselves on their bellies. You know that uh, that's a, a masonic. Uh, uh, that's a uh a masonic ritual to throw yourself on their bellies in front of the Majesty, ruler of Howard Red, his town. I plunder the place carrying his mighty him to the place carrying the Majesty. Then his Majesty, King of Upper Lord, Kemet Pianki, beloved of our that you will die, your mother. Who is who guides you? Now here's a no. So watch this. This is an oath breaking. He says that you will die. Your mother. Who is it who guides you? Who is it who guides you? Who is it who guides you? Then who is who guides you? You have abandoned the proper way of life. The wat and ankh. Is it indeed as arrows to heaven rains? Is it that I will, the Southerners bow down, and the Northerners say, place us in the shade? He is talking about the penalties of violating the proper way of life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. He is saying to this man that you have broken your oath, and now there's going to be divine intervention.
3: Mm.
2: Um, this it's is hard. where it is. Um, so George and James is very important to this. Maybe I'll talk about it or not. Um, I would say, um, but I would always begin, and I don't lecture about this often, so I'll just give you a piece of it. Done. This, this is where the mountains and the moon, where the God happy dwell. This is... This is the beginning of the source of the Nile, one of the major sources of the Nile, where the God-happy dwelt. And here lays the mysteries of where the mysteries came. The mysteries came from inner Africa. Here mm-hmm. is Ray, but this is, uh, um, this is in Southern Africa, right? So these symbols come from Southern Africa. This is the Ankh in Southern Africa. In the petroglyphs, these are sacred signs of primordial man inside the petroglyphs in Africa. So then you have all the systems. Mm-hmm. So you have in the middle, you have the uh, well uh, on the to left. You have um, you have Orion's. Um, but you, this right here is in South Africa. In the left, it's in South Africa. This this is. The South African system. This is the Napta Playa system in the middle. This is mm. the Egyptian symbol. Uh, this is the uh, the the Dogon. The, noble, the Dogon symbol, the Dogons, right on the bottom. Mm. Here is a craft in pre-dynastic ancient Kemet. Mm. Right here is um, craft in the Nag El Hamadu in Aswan. Right, this is ancient African craft. Uh, these are this is symbology of the crafts. Uh, here you have the uh, humans on the boat of Ra, right? Uh, uh, you have pyramids before pyramids were made. Do you, you understand this? This is Nakata too. You have pyramids before pyramids were made, and you have the system, and you have the wise staffs. You have various ancient Egyptian stabs and symbology here. I won't go into it at this moment. Here you have a burial rite. Here you have the first cities. I will get to this. Here, for the Greeks, you see this right here? This, this, is, this is where this is. This is in Greece. This is when the system was given to the Greeks. I showed Octus. This is in 750 to 735 BC, right? The Greeks could not write at this time. Do you understand? The mm-hmm. Greeks could not write. I'll leave out this. Here is the Egyptian mystery system given to the Greeks, and the Greeks could not write. So here you have Osir. Up on top, you have a picture of a Set and robe concept. On the left side you have another picture of a set and the other part you have Nebhe, trying to raise usir you got it I, got it. It? I
0: remember that's in the metropolitan uh, right that's Where correct showed it
2: that when we were there that's that's correct so then you have it so you have the system given to the Greeks and then on the bottom, I give you the Nile Valley uh, set in hat and I, I show you the same symbology. It's not, all of it's not showing up, but who cares? I feel good, so I'm gonna give it to you, uh, give it to your audience before I decide to stop. On the bottom, remember that <laughs> leg of lamb? Remember that leg of lamb?
0: Yeah, so that's what you're now. saying. That it's that's Ursa it. Minor, I mean Ursa Major.
2: Yes, the, the leg of lamb, Is a star system. Mm. Got it? They're not talking about a leg of lamb. They're (laughs) talking about a star system, right? Right? This is on the left of that is the uh rule, the opening of the mouth ceremony utensils. What? What
3: let
2: me show you. So here you have uh, what do you have the vase that's uh, in Greece, early Greece, before they can even write? And you have the Nile Valley system in its original on the bottom. So then mm-hmm. over here, you have. Oh,
0: wow, you see it. You definitely see here. it.
2: Over here, you have a Greek vase with geometry that is foreign to them. And who's bringing it? Look on the bottom on the left hand side. Mm -hmm. Uh, you have Sarah now I looked at this a million times at the Met and you know how sometimes your mind is closed so uh, Kalim uh, came on a tour with us one day and Kalim said brother Reggie it's the it's the Sarah and my mind was so closed right Um, I know that this is Egyptian right so I'm teaching him but it's incredible how someone could be um, knowledgeable, but he let me know that this is in fact the Sahara. So you see the Sahara, this They're bringing this to Greece. See, this this is all same or part of a similar bowl So you see the Sarr right here. Yep. The Sarr is bringing it uh, to a foreign Ooh. territory, right? right now over here this is in Greece now this is Shmai the Greeks yep. are involved in this mystery system so here is well, the can, normal I
0: palette to say you can see it on a normal palette
2: well you know I'm there right
0: <laughs> you all over
2: ready and so I'm showing you I'm showing you aspects of the mystery system diffuse here's Greece this is a Greece initiate. His left foot is forward and he's mm. naked to the information, right? He's a mm. youth. His left foot is forward and he is naked, but he's in the style of the ancient Egyptian. These are other, um, this is in Cyprus. So now Valley culture diffused. This is in Cyprus and you will see them uh, Egyptified or chem- chem- chemicized. You see the Horus there? I'm about to say that looks like hey right there. Yeah, this is the stolen legacy. Man. Oh, here it is Cyprus again. What's their left foot for doing?
0: Going forward.
2: Left foot is I going forward.
0: Say you say in
2: Kemet. Right. So they got knowledge from the from Mal Valley. So all of this stuff is in um Rome and Greek. Uh, this is all Roman Greek. And we talked a little bit about um, Dr. George G.M. James. Uh, thanks to another scholar, I didn't put his credit, I should have put his credit. Uh, the Stolen Legacy uh, has to be, um, this is Dr. Yosef Ben-Jocannon wrote The um, Pursuit of George G.M. James, Stolen Legacy, uh, Study of African Origins, Western Civilization by Dr. Yosef ben Cannon. He wrote this. This is Dr. J- um, George G.M. James's first i'm um, death certificate you ever seen it no nope, go for it no nope. dr george g m James died in a black university he died of stomach cancer he did not yeah. die the way that they say he died in george g m james's uh uh stolen legacy book um the book that was written he did not he did uh um I mean uh the way the mythology well, of how he died
3: penalties
0: for no. for the secret like like the legend has been floating around for years. He didn't get his tongue cut out or his throat cut or anything like that.
2: Yeah, he uh no, he died of a Masonic death. Uh they can't hear you reg. Hello?
0: Raised out, brother ready if, you, if you're talking, we can't hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear I you can
3: now. Else?
2: He died in Nashville, Tennessee. He died, I think, in Meharry uh, University uh, in George Hubbard Hospital. He. This is the truth. Are you all ready for it? Got down, it.
1: down want the truth.
2: They going to fly. <laughs> Everybody wanna fly. Won't this fly. is George G. M. James, right? Uh, he was Jamaican. They say he was from Guyana. His birth certificate says that he was born in uh Jamaica. Right? So this is the this is the stuff. Um I would uh, ultimately, uh, ultimately he also had uh, heart disease, but oh, they had an aneurysm. And so they, they tribute all of these great pains to a Masonic death. Do you understand that? <laughs> huh? <laughs> of the stomach. So they say for revealing this information, but he actually died of a natural death, right? Yep. So there's yeah. Dr. Joseph Benjo Dr. Simmons, Holy and there's a, Gordon, huh? I say he a potentate. I ain't know that one, Reggie. You you cracked my head open today with that you one. See him with his chief rabbit, rabat, right? So mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, and uh oh, this is the craft of Hunefur. Uh oh. Mm-hmm.
0: Aswad Quasi in there.
2: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Aswad Quasi is in there. I'm not gonna mention the brothers' names, except for Aswad Quasi, because he's well known. Except for brother. Dix, he is uh he uh he is no longer with us he's in a yellow shirt but this mm-hmm. is the craft right and i believe uh brother pianki is there yeah, uh yeah. there is oh well, who is brother pianki <laughs> who is that the uncle of and I'm, I'm not gonna i'm just gonna move on but no, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say, move
1: on elliot goddamn fake ass blunt i'm not moving nowhere i'll be doing <laughs> So here's the lie. Elliot Blunt, as he tells you, the masons of this, the mason that, right, his uncle was in the lodge. But they never tell you what the lodge is, and they never tell you what the first three degrees in the lodge is. It's the Masonic rituals. You can get it right out your dunking. Matter of fact, while we talking, why everybody want not play the game, I'm going to waste my damn time of my life and then run like little bitches. Here you go right here, Dr. Ben's book. This is one of the books you use for initiation. Now, so I'm gonna let y'all know I reserve the right anytime I feel like it to bang on Elliot Blunt and that other little young fool, I don't even remember his name no more. I reserve the right after wasting six months of my life, only to have them talk shit about me, degrade my character based off of lies and no evidence. So anytime I feel like it, I might just bust out and bang on
2: them whores. <laughs> well, let me uh <laughs> let me add to this. Now back to normal. This is a this is a Dr. Joseph and Joe Cannon's album. If you're important like that, you're in his album. If you're not in his album, then fine, you can make up an album of your own and you can show as wow. his-
0: you <laughs> but you're not you ready let me ask you something do you see that gentleman at the bottom of the bottom picture uh, he would be to our right of him with uh, he he has a camera around his neck is his name by the way
2: I don't know that brother's name I don't but I, I am think, not huh
0: I think that brother is actually still around. It <laughs> works with Ash Rock Quasi now. That's why I asked you that.
1: Hey Ben, get um, that picture for me, please.
2: Um, so so these are. Get that picture for me. These these are, these brothers can reveal themselves if they're still around. If they want to, I am. I'm showing you what the family gave us for his funerary uh, uh, book but these, these are the members of uh, the craft of Hunefer. Now there's the craft of Hunefer and there's the craft of Amun-Ra. Amin, the craft of Amun-Ra was the original name uh, of, the, of the big craft. Uh, Ashra kwesi as a student went another direction. So he, uh, um, but this is the craft that he's a part of and this is the craft of Hunefer. So, uh, uh, we get this having between a black woman's legs. Um, this is the, uh, initiation, uh, one of the initiation temples. This is in the Assyrian. Uh, here it goes right here. So you oh, see, yeah.
3: huh?
2: Oh yeah. I've been there so this is uh, underground you see the waters on the, um, the waters to go into the chambers you see the two, right mm-hmm. um, this is uh, this is uh, is very important because you know the Nile floods but there are underground systems so they built the system to recreate noon and NUNET, uh to to create uh, the primordial world for initiation. Here is inside uh, the, the one of the tunnels uh, leading to uh, for initiation. Uh, there you are reborn again. You're born again. You come out <laughs> raised. You're raised, right? When you're <laughs> finished. And these are uh, these are uh, the orbs or the, the the flower of life that is in these temples mm. and this early Napata boat becomes the boat of Ra mm. right so uh there you go, so here is uh You're your drama right
1: huh? You showed the Saiyan drama on the grease That's on those uh, faces, right? That's yeah. correct.
2: I showed that earlier. And right. here is where I wanted to say is that when they're doing the opening of the mouth ceremony, they're doing it with a star system, the Big Dipper, the, uh, the constellation Eurus Major, right? It's the adads, the dads, right? And then um, that foreleg, it is... Uh, major as a foreleg they're talking about star constellations are you going back to the stars <laughs> that's correct it's science it's it has something to do with science and origin or uh, the origin of the universe we are somehow connected to the origin of universe we're going back to where it all started from this is Nile Valley mystery system
1: remember that uh, I think it was a Minoan or Phoenician you showed in the, in, the, in the museum Reggie
2: yeah, okay. Keep talking. Um, can I give a reference for that? Which one? Uh, did I just show you the picture or...?
1: He no, you was going through Grease and giving everybody showing the stance. So you oh, gave, wow. a visual, gave a visual reference to it, right? That's, that's at the Met, man. At the Met, right? Yeah, that's at the Met. Mm-hmm. If you go to Black Athena, because you know Black Athena talks about that. That's Correct. why I'm trying to get people interested in reading book one in Black Athena. If you got a question about the Masons and the Illuminati, come to page 173. It says, Phoenicians were firmly linked to the Egyptians in the Bible. Both are listed as the sons of Ham, were at the core of Masonic mythology. Herman Biff and half-Phoenician craftsman of Solomon's Temple was probably part of the Masonic legend by the 16th century. Supposedly murdered, watch this, after the completion of the temple. See, he was certainly a central figure of the Assyrian type. By the time of the craft was reformed at the beginning of the 18th century. So when they speak about the craft these days, right, really talking about now Valley Africa. All those Masonic poses, all that is dealing with being raised again Uh, Jesus Christ is raised from the dead. Is a Masonic ritual, but it's not a Biblical Masonic ritual. It's an ancient Nile Valley Assyrian ritual. So if we teaching this, we teaching African social systems, voodoo, spiritual, mathematical, science systems where man don't believe in God. That's why I'm a real black atheist. I don't believe in God. You would have to know that man created God. That's the mystery, plain and simple. And the only way to be a God is through humanity, through your character. You can't just say I'm a God and cuss everybody out and lie, and lie on all the teachers just to be cons- and make yourself fake great. That's not a God. Your character makes you God. We talked about humanity. That was the center of what we did. Humanity. And out of the womb of the black woman comes humanity. But what makes you human? What makes you what makes you humane? It's the teachings and the wisdom that Christianity, Islam, and Judaism make you humane? No, because they went right out and enslaved Africans. Global conquests. Forcing a religion. Religious wars. That's not what the Africans did want to make those points crystal clear and sharp
0: and brother um, uh, you mentioned uh voodoo in that and i just want to read uh from this book called the secrets of voodoo which it says uh the peristyle which is the altar in the voodoo uh, temple forms geometrically to the following shapes the rectangle the lengthy square, the circle, the straight horizontal line, the spiral, the curved horizontal line, the round vertical line, the square, the vertical line, the perfect square, the cross or intersecting straight lines, the equilateral and isosceles triangle formed by beams which are uh, on a secure roof. This geometric scheme carries out the Voodoo belief that the serpent God, Dambala corresponds to the grand cosmic architect of the universe. Now, let's break that down. It said perfect square in there, right? Uh-huh. We all know that's a Masonic term. Mm-hmm. It said isosceles triangle. Now, where is the first isosceles triangle documented, uh, Brother Reggie? We know that's in the papyrus. Uh, is it the Ryan Mathematical papyrus?
2: Uh, yes. Well, that's where they really put uh, more work on it, but it's uh, it's it's um it's all over Kemet, but it is in the Rhine Mathematical papyrus. That is the most famous one that is documented
0: Got it. So we we got perfect square, we got triangles, which you'll see in Kemet, you'll see the the it said the spiral. The spiral is for uh which number is that? Number one hundred in the in the Kemet system? That's the spiral. Um, um I, th- I have to I have to look it up. For I think um, it is. I'm I'm ninety percent sure the spiral means the number one hundred in in the Kemet uh, counting system. So we have all these principles going back to Kemet, and then the big the big one at the end. The all in all, their supreme deity, Danbala, is called the grand cosmic architect. And in the Masonic lies, they call their deity the grand architect of the universe. That's case closed, man. These people are stealing from you. And you're running from them. Stop being spooked out. All this is, is African science being retaught with their cultural perspective on it. That's it. That's why Dr. Ben and our great leaders went into the craft. You got a whole book about Egypt. It's a Masonic book, and most people have never read it because it's over 800 pages and it's written by a white boy. It's called Morals and Dogmas. The whole book is about how Freemasonry came from Egypt. Look it up. And if yeah, you're lucky know. enough to get it on, if you're lucky enough to get it on pdf just go to the search bar and type in egypt and see how many hits you get whole damn book talking about luxor and karnak and all this other stuff they're they're not hiding this information we're not researching this information brother reggie is bringing out some powerful information today i hope y'all are really uh taking notice he got something else on the on his screen for us but uh this is powerful We taking the spookism out of Freemasonry today the next time somebody come at you with that spookism oh they they this they that they run the world. just throw this video on for them go ahead brother Reggie
2: so this is all of this is just a warm-up and so I guess uh, all of this brothers is just a warm-up to get to a point right so uh Here is what Dr. Ben. Dr. Ben did something incredible for us. Dr. Ben sourced Mendelusi. Have you all heard of Mendelusi, Murrow.
0: Murrow. No, it doesn't come. Mendeluzzi
2: in Greece. Murrow. Morel in the Meduneta. Okay, so (laughs) now we're in. uh, We're we're after Kemet has fallen. Right, we are uh, basically post moroic Now Valley survives. Now, now Valley survives in Nubia. Right, the Arabs had conquered uh, Kemet. Um, uh, well, no, prior to the Arabs conquering Kemet, uh, you, uh, you have the Meroic uh, system, uh, and then you have uh, Mendelussi. So, this is happening where the knowledge was born. So, the important thing about this is that this is one where. Question, begin- sir.
1: One question, sir. Can I ask you one quick question? Yeah. You mentioned Mendelussi. Don't nobody yes. know what the hell you're talking about? I know what you're talking about because that's something serious. Can you just talk about Mendelussi real fast?
2: Well, is- I'm, trying to, I'm trying to talk about Mendelusi. So, Real quick, who is Mendelusi? Mendelusi is another, uh, remember, in Nubia. So this is way after Bianchi, Shabaka, Tahaka, right? Mm-hmm. This is the, Mendelusi will become uh, the concept of the Christian savior. Mm. Mr. Lucy. Mm. Mm. So he's the Ooh. king of kings, he has his crown, right, and that the, see there was the Greeks and then there was the Romans. The Greeks had their Ptolemy system, right, but uh, the Romans sus- suspected that there was more to the system, so the uh, earlier system, so the Romans sourced their information. south they said thank you so much Greeks uh, but you're not going to run this game we so the Romans went further south so Mm. now I'm going to talk about Mendelusi. so it is only dr. Ben of all the scholars European and all it is only dr. Joseph Ben Joe cannon who sourced for us Mendelusi in the period of 84 he is the king of kings right now this is 5th, watch this. This is 5th century A.D. Did y'all see this? Mm. Kemet is supposed to be dead, right? Right. I'm talking about 5th century A.D. Kimon is supposed to have been uh, conquered by the, uh, the Greeks, the Romans, right? Uh, uh, Had problems with the Assyrians, right? No, mm. it's... Uh, Is still alive to the 5th century in um in, in Nubia. So here you have canon and then if you look at the crown on the right you still you still have the wajet, right? Mm-hmm. Uh you still have now valley information flourishing to the 5th century. So Egypt did not die when they said it died. Do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely
1: going in. absolutely
2: they have, right so um so yes they begin to write in Coptic which is the last stage of the Egyptian language that's where we uh, source uh, this is we share was to do several things he deciphered uh, for the Europeans the Medinature but it was still around it's still surviving in Africa so he did that for the Europeans. So when they say uh, they talk about Chepoly and they talk about him wrongly, mm-hmm. he only sourced something that was still living.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He
2: only sourced it for the Europeans.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He only deciphered it for the Europeans.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He just made That's the, the script
0: right there, right, Brother Ready?
2: Off- ground. This is Coptic. Oh, okay this is this is Coptic right this is a version now now this this comes uh, now we have a, a brother named dr. Celine Faraji uh, he's with dr. Issa hmm okay I'm gonna tell you he's a serious dude he's got access to stuff that but he's a very serious dude so um be, uh, I'm I'm just gonna leave it like that. But, King Silco is on the cover, is his book. Now I'm gonna read what he says. Because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to update you to a system that never died. It went hidden, it it comes above ground, it goes above, below ground, right? The Meta Neta certainly has been deciphered. All of this stuff is coming back, right? They just won't let the teachers teach, right? Because they got people not giving you primary information. I'm giving you primary information. Elliot Blunt? Me? Huh? Elliot Blunt? I'm going get. I'm a, uh, uh I. I uh, look, I have several presentations. But anyway. with a picture at, Ben?
1: Which one? <laughs> Come on, man. With the collar. The guy with the collar. Acting like he don't deal with the Got the column. <laughs> Go get that, please.
0: Oh man! <laughs> Thank you, brother.
1: Appreciate that. I got to make so, some column.
2: Go ahead, Reggie. My fault. Here, King Soko. King Soko is seeing the changing of the um, space. He is uh, fighting the Arabs, and they create the Bach Treaty. He's. Um, uh, and he's having problems within uh, uh, within Nubia in the Sudan. This is his statement, right? I, Silco, am chieftain of the Nuwa, Nubadi, Nubadi, right? And all the Ethiopians. I came to Talmis and to Taphis. Once, twice, I fought with the Blemes, and God gave me the victory after the three. I conquered them once and for all and made myself master of their cities, and for the first time I established myself therein, together with my troops. I conquered them, and they made supplication to me, and I made peace with them, and they swore oaths to me by the images of their gods, and I trusted in their oaths, and that they were honorable men. Then I returned into the upper part of my country, the south. When I became chieftain, I did not follow behind other kings, but was in front of them and for those who strive with me for their mastery, I do not permit them to live in their own country unless they beg." This is a Nile valley African North Soot Pharaoh giving the same kind of talk that any of the other North Soots would give. Mm. Forgiveness for me, for in the lower country, I am a lion, and in the upper country, I am an oryx. He's still talking about lower and upper Kemen. I fought with the Blimmies from Primus to Talmud once and of all the other new body to the south I ravaged their land since they contended with me as for the chiefs of the other nations who strive with me for the mastery and knowledge I do not permit them to sit in the shade but outside in the sun and they cannot even take a drink of water in their own houses. As far as those who offer resistance to me, I carry off their wives and children. This, is, this man in the 5th century AD is talking like a Narsut, like Seti, like the real Seti, like Ramesses, right? <laughs> like he's talking in the same diction, but this is 5th century AD. Kemet did not die so here I give you the primaries if you want to read it in um, uh, in Coptic because this is Coptic Uh, um, there it goes Um, I give you sources now I want to move on to this guy named Passus, Passus Maximus now Passus Maximus is a Roman African an African who is a Roman and but he's part of a mystery system, right? But he's working for the Romans, so he's in between. So um, he has the what is known as the vision of Maximus Pashus. And here, this is it in the primaries. Send no Instagram slideshow. And then let's let's listen to this. Now, this isn't this. uh Passus Maximus is during the uh, Roman uh, occupation. So this is earlier in the 5th century, right? Read this. When I had come to gaze on this blessed place of peace and to let wonder free in the air of inspiration to die by my soul, aware of life strange to me, stirred in my mind from all sides, if I could not convict myself of any evil. Sounds like something my uh something like the paradigm Heru. i could not convict myself of any evil i was free from evil i was blameless my nature urged me to cultivate mystic toil in my wisdom i then composed a complex song like a papyrus having received from the gods a holy and expressive idea when it came clear that the moves had uh, accomplished something pleasing to their gods the moves is these uh Deities in Greece. I shook out my festival song like the flower of a green shot on Helicon. Then a cave enticed me to enter and sleep. A cave enticed me to enter and sleep. Something that later might seemingly be uh, something that happened in, in uh, with the Prophet Muhammad. Although I was a little afraid to yield. A, to a dream of fantasy, sleep picked me up and swiftly bore me away to a dear land. I seemed to be gently washing my body in the flowing streams of a river with the bountiful waters of the sweet Nile. I imagined the caliph, a holy member of the Muses, sang together with all the nymphs a sacred song. Thinking there still remained a bit of Greece, I sat down in written form the idea which my wise soul had inspired me. Just as a moving his body and time to music beat by a staff, I summoned Rhythm as a partner of the inscri- ins- inscription of my song, leaving those of the critical bit little reason for blame. The leader urged me to speak my clever poem. Then great Linda Lucy, this is an African, glorious, came down from Olympus. He charmed away the barbaric speech of the Ethiopians and urged me to sing in sweet Greek verse. So he's trying to say that he is giving up the mysteries and putting it in the Greeks. He came with brilliant cheeks on his right hand of Isis, exalting the greatness and the glory of the Romans and uttering Pythian oracles like an Olympian god. You declared how because of you men can look forward to a livelihood, how day and night and all seasons revere you, and you call your brisk and Mendelucy's fraternal gods. So Brith and Mendelucy are fraternal gods, stars who rise or shine of the gods in heaven and you yourself told me to inscribe these clever words in order that they be viewed without flattery. Most people have never ever seen this. This is uh, the integration between uh, now uh, Nubian thought and Roman thought. He is exchanging information He is combining systems. This is a very, very deep uh, piece that I just read. So I know y'all wasn't ready for that. um, And you don't know, or maybe asking yourself, how does it connect to Masonry or connect to anything? Yes, what it is, it's, it's the transferring of information or the seeking to do it between different houses. So we haven't gotten to the modern period yet, but I'm just showing you uh, Mendelusie. Um, uh, so Mendelusi was what the Romans sought for a deeper understanding because the Greeks were holding them hostage. So the Romans went to deeper Nile Valley to get to the mysteries. And that's what I'm uh, showing you, there's the Bayadet, Um, And all of this is uh, in uh, Nubia. So now... Reggie. Yes?
1: Where the hell else was they gonna go? Ain't no else to go. (laughs) That's the point. There's no else to go.
2: So here here you have the, uh, this is where they connect. So on the left side, you have Linda Lucy or Horace Mendelusi, Lucy, <clears throat> on top of a horse slaying the alligator. Right on the right hand. Now you have Christianity doing the same pose. Got it? See it? Yep. <clears throat> so you see, huh? So you see, um, you see how the information one system goes directly into another system. I very rarely uh talk about this or show anybody this, right? But you're seeing uh the system transform into a more modern system. But you see its origins. So um and these origins you see um they spread throughout Europe um and even into uh uh not Europe but uh deeper into uh uh how can I say uh, Turkey and other places. You see the mysteries of Kemet spread, and then we get to um, AD period eleven thirteen, where you see a uh, a tomb and you see mummies in the tomb. But this is this is this is supposed to be gone and done. This is eleven thirteen, right? Mm-hmm. One thousand one hundred and thirteen AD you see this system of Nile Valley still surviving, and you see mummies in here, and this is uh, Dr. Faraghi's uh, book, uh, which people should read, uh, the partner of, uh, scholarly partner of uh, Dr. Issa. Now, um, that's not, this is not what I came to talk about, but I wanted to give people some, uh, some context so you can continue on and then i'll catch up with my next group of slides
0: i think we uh we hammered the point home about african spiritual systems and and, and parallels to the uh the uh masonic world uh brother Ankh, you want to you want to go with prince hall now brother to
1: you said do i want to do what
0: You want to get into the 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 prince hall and the and the and the dates and the boston plan and all that
1: yeah i I first want to say i made that statement like where else are they going to get it from because it seems like the community has tried to move away from being african-centered and float off to the middle of nowhere (laughs) and at the end of the day we forgetting where the knowledge and wisdom and science come from. The knowledge and wisdom ain't coming from out the middle of nowhere. It's coming from hardworking Africans, right? It's coming from where they first developed writing. We got a community that'll fight you over where writing started at. A group of black people arguing for a Sumerian origin of writing. If you give away writing, you're giving away the science. All the fit their little Hebrew scheme and scam. It's a bunch of foolery. Most people are going to watch this and not even catch the great wisdom that Reggie dropped. Like, and you got to know where the hell Reggie coming from. You got to know who he actually learned from. He's not faking. He's not acting like somebody told him. He was right there. Show me a video amongst you where you see Dr. Ben on stage teaching, right? And then you see a person follow or you see a person on stage teaching and then you see Dr. Ben on stage teaching. We can produce that with Brother Reggie. Easy work. So it's about time, give him his damn respect. Gonna have to do it. Now, ain't everybody not perfect. We make mistakes, but goddamn, at a certain point, you gotta recognize where the real information is coming from. I don't hear that shit about this born, that's a crock of bull crap at the end of the day. It's a crock of bullshit that we're a bunch of old people. Hell, Reggie about 53, right? I'm 49, soon to be 50. Now watch this funny shit. SETI is older than everybody on the I'm-A-Raw squad. Older than everybody on all the families, the Massey, Clan Warriors, Voices of Fire, i am raw squad, Next Generation. He's old than all of them, but yet some kind of way we deem the old people? No, we're a healthy mix of young people, 23, 25, 28, 35, 40, 41, 42, 50, 53. We're a healthy mix of checks and balances, and that's what they do not have. So it's time out for that old shit, because I'll take a three-mile run with anybody, and let's see how we get out. You need older people who has been through experiences. You need younger people to make sure the older people don't slip. Y'all been sold a bill of bull crap. Old information, old information. Y'all ain't even heard this information. Half of y'all still thinking the Illuminati is some old old wicked people. Or the Masons, some kind of topple evil. You disrespect African culture and don't even know it. Right in front of your faces. Because the most dangerous thing to community these days, to our educational system, is pseudoisms. That's why we started the campaign, the campaign, to fight against pseudoscience, because we recognize that pseudoisms will destroy the knowledge and the wisdom of our ancestors. All valuable communities battle against pseudoscience. It's time that the African-centered community push pseudoscience we're supposed to be in the category of entertainment we don't want to get rid of you now we want you to be amongst us but you got to get that label you got to get that category i just appreciate you brother reggie for the years of hard work and not getting uh uh notarized for what you actually did just appreciate that bro
2: Yes, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a um, well. You know, everybody has their time. People have to understand. I'm, I'm 51. I'm gonna be 52 uh, uh, shortly in March, uh, if I make it. Um, I don't think I'm gonna uh, live to 70 uh, something. I, I, um, you know, everyone has health crisis. Uh, but the the most important thing is that I'm a bridge in between the uh, different generations. I am the only one. I am the only one, uh, except for some of my brothers who had studied with me. But I was the I uh, was the teacher. I was the eldest. I am the only one that you could see, uh, uh, besides Brother Trust and Brother Sekou. I am the only one that you could see with Don Henry Clark and Dr. Joseph and Joe Cannon. I am the only one. You, I'm not talking about photo ops. A photo op is when you walk up to someone and you take a picture and you say, cheese, no, I'm in the books. So uh, I, uh, I was going to do another presentation um, that I was going to put on Sanetta's, uh channel, if he uh, takes it. But uh, this is only a few minutes of what I have to offer. So I'm not, but I'm not worrying about the loss is, the loss is not to me, and the loss is not to my ego. That's not where the loss is. The loss is to our people. Right. Uh, so I appreciate you for uh, appreciating me. I want to add a few more points before I really get to where I'm, uh, where I'm, where I'm going to help you with your work. So I'm just trying to say the Instagram slideshows and all that stuff—it's—it's it's a wrap. All of this. <laughs> all of this stuff that people had given you well you've seen them enough and ain't no new information well first of all the metanet ain't been deciphered so so that's where your knowledge stops your knowledge stops because see the metanet has not been deciphered so there's no new ing- no new information right unless it's deciphered so the only people who got the new information, is the people who can read the Medunetra and brother Reggie's getting to that so their knowledge stopped our knowledge continues you know how you 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 you, in your own case you take that you commit suicide they committed suicide because now either they have to uh oh man i got a terrible slide but either they have to admit that the europeans are their masters because they, they have disowned Diofalo Benga, Sheka Ante Dr. Riketti Amin, right? Uh, Jacob Carruthers, Milana Karenga. They have disowned those people because the meta has not been deciphered. So let's move on. Can you see my screen?
1: Yes, we can. Yeah.
2: And at some point, you know, we could get together. Maybe we could go on the road, right? And um, these slides could be more handsome. But so right now, just to give a preface of what I'm giving, I'm giving this to the people. Here's Southern Africa. You see this picture? Mm-hmm. Their natural pyramids is Southern Africa. The concept of pyramids were natural and they came from Southern Africa. This is the knowledge that we bring. You see this arc on the left? This this arc on the left is in Southern Africa in the petroglyphs, mm-hmm. in the petroglyphs, right? And then you see this Ankh uh, on the right, the Ankh the on the right is still 34 to 3100 BC, before Kemet was unified. Got mm-hmm. it? Here's a picture of Southern Africa and you can see the uh, geometric shapes. On the left side over here, temples of the African gods by Tellinger, you see an African temple in Southern Africa. You see the same temple over there in Turkey. You see the same temple in Stone The African temple is older. I showed you this, showed you that. This is in Southern Africa. In Southern Africa, there are temples. This is a mystery system in Southern Africa that you can only see by the air. This is in modern, more modern Africa or traditional Africa, coming from this in stone. I showed you that, showed you this. We um, uh, sourced now Valley culture. Since the meta net has not been deciphered, these Negroes can just turn off the channel, right? Metacat <laughs> is speaking. Zozer, God body, metacat, divine of body. He's talking about the mystery system. You can't talk about the mystery system because the meta net is not deciphered. So anybody talking about a mystery system, this isn't a meta nature, this isn't a transliterations, this isn't a translation. This is how we do. Nediket is asking, where is the flow of happy? To Zozer. I mean, Zoser is asking it to Imhotep. Where is the flow of, of happy? He says he wants to know. I want to know all about happy, which is the now, his shores, all the things that are contained. He wants to know why the Nile is not being flooded right so the chief lector Imhotep returned to him and said he departed he returned to me quickly he let me know the flaw of the happy his shores and all things that it contains its disclosures to me the hidden wonders the mysteries to which the ancestors had made their way and no king had equaled them since he wanted to know where did the ancestors come from who governs happy, where does it begin, and I showed you earlier, here, these are the ancestors that he's talking about, and then it goes on, I don't want to go and show you all of that because we're not talking about that, I could give a whole lecture on that, um, I'm just trying to source what I wanted to show you, uh, even in the Mesopotamia, this picture of an African is in uh, is in Mesopotamia. Uh, Africans went everywhere spreading their knowledge uh, I wanted to show you this this is in southern Africa this is a way deeper science than ancient Kemet this is to where the ancestors from where the ancestors had made their way you see this you see this rock right here
3: uh-huh.
2: first monument you see you see it you see the eyes you see the mouth
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah,
2: what do you mean a little bit? You see the middle part where that's the eye? Do you see my cursor?
0: Yeah, I see your cursor.
2: Okay, so this is his forehead, this is his nose, this is his eyes. Oh, I see
0: it now. I see it now.
2: Okay, I'm gonna show you some more. This is be these are the first temples. This is stone masonry. This is stone. This is masonry before masonry. This is sculpture. This is the highest form of masonry. Look at this in the mountain. You see the no, you see the um, you see yep. the foreheads, yep. the mouse, you see the foreheads, the nose, the mouth. This is carved. This is ancient science. You see it on a on a rock face? Yeah. Uh these yeah. are all of the poses that become signs and symbols of primordial man. You like that huh there's Abe Lincoln right acting as a, as a master of a lodge looking like he's a sauce <laughs> sitting on a perfect square right
0: absolutely
2: here's the sisters right mm. I just wants to show you from where all of this stuff comes from oh you like this huh this is a grip huh right this is submission right Mm. this is this is in the Congo shiggity this is in the rest of Africa as it diffused Mm, mmm that's a powerful one right there Reggie this is Congo. This is in Nile Valley. Mm. This is traditional Africa. Baba Lao, right there. You see her with the Neb crown. Yep. You see them? This from uh, Congo. You see him? You see the sisters? Yep. This man look like John Henry Clark. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Massey. Yeah. So you see the you see the science the science is still the That's science Nazi is still like that. to, yeah you know I have to throw that this is not a net you see the bear deck yeah right ring
0: disc up top
2: ring disc right you see Tahuti you see the stabs mm.
3: ah,
2: right yeah you see Valley. Uh, you see it in uh, in, uh, in uh, I don't know where this, I source this piece from but uh, I don't think this is a Benin but d'Ivoire, uh, yeah, right yeah. uh, okay so uh, uh, so I wanted to show you that and but this is this is not even where I'm getting to my whole point of it is secret systems mm-hmm. evolved in the continent of Africa and it diffused So, we're looking at this interesting period where Napoleon is in search for it. That's the part that we'll get into. Napoleon is in search because guess what? The masonry was, uh, you know, you have the Scottish rights, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to talk because I'm not a mason, right? So, if I say something wrong, if you have another knowledge, you can get… Uh, to it, and I talk first, and then I let y'all talk, and then we could go on. So, what is the name of? Uh, it's called the what? Ancient Accepted Scottish Rights, right?
0: Uh nah. Oh yeah, Ancient Accepted Scottish Rights, right?
2: Okay, and what's the acronym for that?
0: A A S R.
2: And what is that? And make the sound. Spell it. <laughs>
0: You know, I never. You know, I never thought of that until just now.
2: Oh no! But well, they don't know, so you got it. What is it, mom? What is the ancient accepted? Uh, uh, Who are they? Who are they,
1: A-A-C-A?
2: AASR.
1: AASR.
2: SARS. <laughs> they were always the SARS. See, this is where you begin to source this information from, right? Crazy. But you, but you got to know to know. So um, mm. they were leading uh, the Scottish Rites, uh, w- you know, they created the system. They got the information from uh, the Greeks, all the a- information of antiquity. I'm not going to go through that part of the lesson. That I'm not going to do that. Well, um, I'll tell you what.
1: Yes. I'll tell you what. Tell you what we do here. Yeah. Um, For the record, I'm reading some of the quotes in the chat room. (laughs) The white Masons, according to uh, Mark Bonnell, right, the white Masons do recognize Egypt as being, you know, the mother lodge and all that. They do recognize that. It's just that through the racism, white supremacy, you know, some people just want to fight that some time to time. But, uh, you know, when we start out uh, in the 1717s, I believe, right? Uh, When they get their first large, uh, that one dealing with uh, speculative and operative, right, they dealt with speculative masonry, okay, where they were just speculating. Uh, What we was talking about up until this point was operation, talking about building and actually putting math to work for you and science to work for you. That's operation. And so out of the operation of the Nile Valley Africans, you'll get speculative masonry you know, out of the school systems that we formed to to hold on to the body of wisdom and knowledge that dealt with science, uh, uh, math, geometry, and those things, right? The Europeans would form a system of speculation, the speculative, where they just have the rituals, but they don't have the actual uh, uh, science. Now, when you deal with some Masons uh, during those time periods, the Masons actually were building the cathedrals in Europe, right? So they had to know how to build Okay, they had to be part of the stone-cutting guild. So at the end of the day, white people do recognize that, right? So let me do this real fast. Let me hit you with this. Let me show you. Let me show you exactly what I'm talking about. I'm coming to page um, uh, 25. I'm just in the introduction now. Same book, Mark Bunnell's work, right? He says, he says, Egyptian priesthoods had, in fact, appealed to the conservative thinkers, at least since the time when Plato had modeled his guardians on them. In the 18th century, this line of thought was taken up by the Freemasons. But even in the Middle Ages, Freemasons appeared to have been especially interested in Egypt, because following ancient to ancient tradition, they believed It to be the home of geometry or masonry. With the formation of speculative masonry, and we'll get into that more detail, at the turn of the 18th century, drew on Rosicrucianism and Bruno, remember the one who was burned at the stake I talked about earlier, to establish twofold philosophy. Watch this. This entailed, right, the superstitious and limited religions, religious. For the masses, watch this. But for the Illuminati, right? Let me let me let me read that again. Now hold on. Let me watch this. With the formation of speculative masonry at the turn of the 18th century, they drew on Rosicrucianism and Bruno to establish a twofold philosophy. This entailed superstitious and limited religions for the masses. So, the masses had superstition and limited religion, but watch this. But for the Illuminati, a return to the natural and per-original religion of Egypt from the debris of which all others had been created. Thus, the masons, who included almost every significant figure, in the Enlightenment saw their religion as Egyptian, their signs as hieroglyphics, their lodges as Egyptian temples, and themselves as the Egyptian priesthood. Indeed, the Masonic admiration for Egypt has survived the country's fall from grace amongst the academia. And so the Illuminati that all y'all scared of, right, is really talking about the natural African religion And those people of those days sought to destroy them because knowledge and wisdom will put you on a class of being on high over those who don't have information. Now, the thing that separates you from another person who don't have that knowledge should be your humanity, meaning you don't use the information and the knowledge to oppress the people. And that's exactly what the Europeans did. They used science and mathematics to oppress the people, and that is the difference between what we did and what they did. That's why you'll hear brothers say all the time, man, if you're not ready for the wisdom and knowledge, like for instance, your brother, I can't even think of his name, young buck, he takes bits and pieces, a little bit of the information, and he has used it to lie and misinform the people, right? to catapult him to the fake start. So he's misusing the information. He's using a little piece that he has, right, to take over the minds of younger people, and that ain't what you're supposed to be. And he could never be considered a god in the Nile Valley African tradition, traditions because he's a liar. But to be a god in the African system, your character has to be there. I just want to break that out.
0: absolutely absolutely uh
1: where the car at though ben
0: man i'm not fooling with them retarded short bus dudes man i'm moving on uh
1: can i get get the picture then
0: i had to dig it out man i don't have it like right here i really don't
1: Mm -mm.
0: really don't brother you doing that on Uh, i don't believe years ago i had that picture but uh Just mirroring uh, African systems with uh, with ancient traditions, you know, a lot of people say, "Well, uh, why why are they sworn to secrecy?" Well, that, you know, that's an African tradition. And going to back to my uh, Secrets of Voodoo book, it talks about the Haugans, who are the priests of the Houdan, uh tradition, in which it says they're sworn to never reveal anything about the initiation as they're led to their altar. So that's something that Africans have been practicing for a long time, because everybody in the village wasn't led into the to the mystery systems. You know, want it's kind of like a college, you know, it's the best of the best. You know, and you get admitted to these systems and uh, you learn what you need to learn to ascend. It also talks about uh, faith, hope and charity. Which is another principle of the Masonic law. They always say faith, hope, and charity, and charity being the one above all. Where the three theological virtues upon the African cabal is based on faith, hope, and charity. I mean, we got to keep dragging that point home. Like, like you got to just start asking yourself, why is all this matching up? In multiple African systems, across the continent, Icky. You see it in Kemet, you see it in Nubia. Uh, Reggie showed you it in Africa. I'm showing you it in West Africa. It's all over the continent. Vudon talks about the Orient to the East. What East? What are they talking about? They're talking about the city of Ileifé. What is the city of Ileifé? The city of Ileifé is the birthplace of Vudon and Ifa. That is their East. And you will see modern Masons today Page, Pledge homage to the East. They'll say, look to the East. Well, that's what they are talking about. That's where they got that idea from. Elegbah or, or Eshu or Papa Legba in Voodoo. He's known as the light, the bringer of light. Why? Why are Freemasons always talking about lights? Why are they always talking about the light? And the light is a metaphor for knowledge. You gotta get into African systems if you want to understand Freemasonry. Because that's the, biggest, that's the biggest trick. They tricked you out of your science. And now you're looking at it as some evil cult or something like that. But it's just African spirituality, just mixed up. That's all it is.
1: Well, it's funny, Ben, because we got people that look just like us that's doing exactly what you just said, brother.
0: It is what it is, man. It, it's our job to bring them uh education on the subject. We give we gave them a bunch of sources. Uh I put that that Martin Luther King source in the Amorat Squad group for anybody that wants to read it. Um you know, um you can go get these books on Amazon. You can get Mark Brunel's book on Amazon, uh was it black Athena it's three volumes to it uh, you can get morals and dogmas on Amazon you can get a bridge to light by Rex Hutchins on Amazon you can get Duncan's monitor on Amazon you can get Lester's look to the east on Amazon
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, so all these books I mean like like I said you know Reggie bought the the in-depth research but there there's stuff you can get out there that you you don't really have to search that hard or be able to even read meadow to get a source from so it, so at some point it's like what's the excuse what's the joke why is everybody just going along with these fallacies and falsehoods and not reading
2: well
0: like like uh, and, and i see a question in the chat room why haven't we replicated the system? The system doesn't need to be replicated, it still lives. We just, don't go, we just don't go home. Reggie just showed you where it goes up and it goes back underground and it goes up and it goes down, it's still there. We just don't go home and, and go get into what's already there.
3: You got There's still of
0: still have the spirituality all over the continent. All over the continent. But we gotta go home and, and reconnect with our brothers and, and remind some of them about uh what we're going through here and 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 make and, and build those bridges, you know. That's just what we have to do because a lot of our elders have said the same things when it says that you know it's not gonna be the Africans on the continent. To bring us this uh what we seek is going to be us
1: well ben i'm glad that we are fighting to keep the system going uh that's all of us uh the Massey clan warriors the voices of fire um i'm a squad next generation uh we all fighting to keep the system going but as you see we get a whole lot of backlash and foolery as we promote african systems uh, it's a fight within your own community to say African-centered. I mean, we want to deal with issues of psychology. Uh, Sister Naya does an excellent job of that. Um, and we have a fractured consciousness. And, you know, it's a shame where we get laughed at, mocked, you know, for bringing real information. You know, we get that side joke, that's the white man's signs. Like, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? And it's a ha, 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 it's funny. Let me tell you something, man. You drove about 600, 700 miles. Listen to me now. To an event that you (laughs) knew was canceled, right? Mm -hmm. Reggie showed up at an event that he knew the two clowns wasn't coming to. The whole unraw squad, we was there. You know, all of us, voice of fire. You know why we was there? Because we loved the people. Any money that was due to me for that event, right? I would have gave it to them two fools, cause that was a drop in the bucket. What needed, what needed to happen was people need to see the difference between the real and the fake. You know, and the thing that really made that particular day special without them fools was that the people got to see the real from the fake. Remember this y'all, the fake never show up when times get tough. The real stand tall, right? And they're not motivated by money. That's not the key motivation. Not to say we don't fight to get money. We don't fight to have businesses to make money. That's not what I'm saying. But the key motivation is that we love our people and we love the information first. That's like the great athletes that you hear, like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Wayne Gretzky, Emmy, pretty across the board, uh, um, uh, Serena Williams and them, right? Although they make the big bucks and the money, they really do it because they love it. They would do it in a back alley. So I promise you, I'm a raw squad. would will be in a remote village somewhere with 10 people teaching African systems. For free, this I promise you. So, I just think that you know it's a struggle to maintain continuity in the face of disgust and foolery. It almost makes you want to say, To hell with the bullshit. right, we, we, you know, you know, the pseudos rule the day with the foolery, you know what I'm saying, and it's our job. To, to educate the people that's caught up in the foolery, You know, it's a hard job there, bro. So let me do something, man. I want you to get that document that you sent me to show you the level of study, right? That you took time out of your life, right? To go to the Strongburg oh, Library. Man. This is the one that Brother Reggie talked about all the damn time, up in that most people refuse to even go to but yet call themselves scholars. i'll never forget the time i went to the museum with reggie right and he wasn't even interested in going into the actual museum i think we was in philly he was like look unc it was two no first we did it in new york right at the met he's like look Unk, come here all museums got libraries like serious libraries like i mean serious serious libraries Right, and he got Nate the signed, Nate the Great. What's up, Nate? I see you, bro. Black African power. And then Nate the Great got his card to go into that library. We went to Philly. I got a video up where he pulls the curtain. You know, we sneaking around. He pulls the curtain off the library. The holies are holies, right? So you got that document ready, um, Ben?
0: Well, nah. Sent it to you, so you would have it ready.
1: What do you mean hell no? Nah? So if you sent it to me, you still should have it, right?
0: Man, no, I'm, I'm worried about it.
1: I'll get it. Hey, uh, hey, brother Reggie. Yes sir. yes, sir. Real fast, man. Talk about the libraries that's in the museums that our people can go to. Real fast. That's you serious know, work.
2: My, somebody's echoes on. Me. My problem is that we give uh, this information out for free, we do do it because we love black people. But we got teams of people who uh, don't respect us. Uh, And I laugh at them. Because see, I see them coming, I got traps for them. Because they think they can go through a door, and I close it all the time, right? Because I got good friends in different places, right? And no, I'm a, I respect, uh, Masons. I'm not a Mason. I respect secret societies. Um, I have my own brothership, right? Um, but I'm a well-respected African human being. And some of these people going to have a run, but they're exhausting their run, um, and then eventually they're going to try to expand, and then the doors are going to be shut because they already disrespect institutions so I'm always prepared to give people knowledge and I'm very humble with it I'm very humble with it but I try to give it uh, to people who are, are respectful so your question about libraries is yes and museums every museum to substantiate its collection must have a library It must have a library because the job of the museum is to produce new knowledge. It's not just to store old knowledge, but since they have the primary uh, artifacts, their job is to always expand the catalog. So, the Metropolitan Museum of Art has a library called the uh, Watson Library. The, uh, the, The Museum of Penn has a library uh the uh, Walters Museum then I'm going with uh Neta Neb tomorrow. I have a tour with uh Neta and Neb and Netamad uh in Bimall tomorrow. Uh that library, I mean that museum has a library. Why? Because they're serious. They have to substantiate uh, their collections. So uh they're not pseudos, Pseudos have spaceships <laughs> flying around and, and things like that. These people have, but but and, and the thing about it is you can't go, and, and certainly uh, of course the Cairo Museum, all of these places have libraries to kind of substantiate their collection. Sometimes they're open, sometimes they're closed. Where catch the pseudos is when someone calls you up and they say, uh, "Brother Reggie, you know this person?" "Yep, I know him. What do you think?" I just go quiet. I don't always have to say anything. They say, no problem, we understand. Right? And doors get closed. Because you know what? Eventually, you know what, Uncle and Uh Ben? You know what? We have to get our people to demand sources. See, when these people, these pseudos come up, see they acting like they thought it. They thought this information. Nah, nah. They they acquired it from other people. They're acting like they sourced it. No, that's plagiarism. See, there's rampant plagiarism in our community. Rampant plagiarism. So they act like, yeah, I found this in this old book, thinking that nobody else is going to find the old book, and I said it first. So, uh, for example, a lot of stuff that's in the Nuwapian nation, right? Mm
3: -hmm.
2: It could be sourced in books. Where's the references? Right. There's a lot of uh there's a lot of Morris stuff. It could be sourced in books. Where's the references? And all this new pseudo stuff in these pseudo slideshows, it should be sourced. Otherwise, it's not valid. Uh, so we have a we have a problem in our community where people hide where they got the information from. So mm-hmm. I give it to the brother Dehudi Mahat. But sourcing, um, I was trying to show a slide, and I I, I might I, I might have to uh, in a few minutes after I uh, uh, I have a small presentation I want to do, but okay. after I do after I do that, um, I may have to go or before that I may have to go and source a slide because you know the you I give it to that brother. That brother went and followed uh, YP's presentation and found the European who he gets a lot of this information from right mm-hmm. y'all know that right I forgot what's his name the Europeans name um but he gets a lot of information from this European and he he, he basically recites it word-for-word word. so Jahudi Mahat showed this presentation did you see it
1: yeah I saw that
2: okay so now bro- mm-hmm. brother Reggie who's interested brother Reggie wants to find out since he's quoting this white guy, and the Hootie Mahat might be listening and hope he's listening, he could do, do, do it before I do you it. He could do it before I do it. Good. He could do it before I do it. If I'm doing it, well, did you ever ask the white boy who he's getting the information from? Was the MetaNet decipher Got you. Got you. So the white boy and the Arab boy. That they uh, that the white boy talks about as his master they believe that the metane has been deciphered so why would you be quoting someone got you oh, damn. Who says why would you why are you saying the metane is not deciphered but you're using someone for your information that says the meta has been deciphered got you so so who my? I mean, uh, man, we can't all do, uh, brother, even me, Ankh, and Ben, and all. Man, we need young brothers like that who just say, you know what, this is my time. So all you got to do is go source, uh, the, uh, go source the white boy that, uh, that's doing those lectures that uh, YP is uh, reciting word for word, and then go and find the white boy talking about the meta decipher. Got you. And um, someone like the Hoodie Mahan, he could put that on blast because he does a good job.
0: So he a good job. Said his, said his name is uh, Steve.
2: Huh?
0: He said his name is Stephen Miller. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, you he, can Miller. Miller
2: Mil- Stephen
0: Miller. <laughs> yeah. So
2: because now all the, the Hudi man has to do is go find this book that he wrote with the Arab where they're talking about a metanature word. <coughs> so the white boy believes that the metanature is deciphered. The Arab believes that the metanature is deciphered. So how come these two dudes, how, how, how all of a sudden can they, can they not say that the metanature has been deciphered when the people who they use and copycat and don't give references to say the meta is net deciphered.
1: Got you? Hey. <clears throat> hey. Brother Ben.
0: Yeah, that's a wrap. Hey, Ben. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you just killed him. You just killed him there, bro. Uh,
0: that's, a, that's, a, that's a done deal.
1: is a flying. Uh-oh. Two of those are crying. I got the document, Ben. Can you see it on my on the thing?
0: Right here, right All right, man.
1: Let's let's. You see it? Can you see the document? Wait, 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 wait. I ain't talking to you, Reg. Talking to you, Ben. Ben. Oh, Ben didn't fell off the thing.
2: Show it to again. Show it to show it. So at least got see.
1: All, right. All right. Can you see the document? Yeah. Yeah, what did yeah. that say, the Stromberg Collection, correct?
2: Yes, Schomburg Collection. Schoenberg Center for Research in Black Culture.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, about the, it's about the Alpha Lodge 116. Y'all need to look that up. Uh, Harry Williams. All right, now this Alpha Lodge is very, 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 very interesting. Now watch this. Go up a little bit. Uh, This is my Lassie Clan Warrior Research right here. Brother mm-hmm. Benny went to the library. <laughs> Um, they got this. It say, at the session of the Grand Lodge of New Jersey, held at Trenton in 1870. Now you know they didn't let us out of slavery till we spoke to them on what? Uh what's the official date? What uh 1865 Reg? Say that again.
2: 1865 is uh so-called masturbation. Right, but, right. So Black folks were uh, doing
1: uh, it before in the free states. All right, okay, so that's the supposed date, right? But then check this out: in 1870, Henry Henry R. Cannon, Grand Master at the time, stated that a group of men calling themselves Prince Hall Masons had applied for a charter for a lodge to be known as the Cushite. So you got black people in 1870, right? Wanting to get charters for lodges called the Cushite Lodge, right? And to be situated in the city of Newark. This master was referred, this master was referred to as the special committee, which reported at the following session. After going into the particulars relative to the former action of the African Lodge, number 459, Google these names, right? and the subsequent uh progress of masonry amongst the colored men in this country down to including the formation of the national grand lodge in 1847 this committee recommended the petition and installed the offices of the alpha Lodge number 116. now i'm not saying that the white masons (laughs) <laughs> accepted black people, and they was brothers and all that. That ain't even what I'm saying. I'm saying that while they promoted and preached brotherhood, right, They was still racism, white supremacy all over the place, right? And they were still uh, denying black people into the lodge. But despite them denying people into the lodge, you had the Alpha Large 116, which was a mix of white people and black people. This is very, very interesting. I put out that document, Ben. I put it up for everybody to see, too, brother. All right. Oh, okay, Where's, I man?
0: cut out for a second. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm Let pro- uh, okay.
1: that, that
0: uh, huh? interview with Pablo. Said what? I found that document the same day that I did that interview on Baba. Every time Fire about the secrets. Oh, okay. So right. that
1: same
0: day I found that one.
1: Okay. All right. So now watch this. We're gonna do this because we're using that document from the Schlossberg, uh, library. Uh, where you hear Reggie and them talk about all the damn time. All right. Then we'll use this document right here. From J Store. Y'all see that? This is from the Alpha Lodge, number 16, New Jersey, abstract from the Prince Hall. Right here now, I'll give you some of the names of the first people initiated in this. It said, the returns of the Alpha Lodge, number 116, indicate that in 1872, 12 men were initiated as follows. April 1st, Reverend John H.L. Sewers. He's the pastor, Zion, M.E., church. (laughs) April 1st, Abraham T. Cook, he's the baker. John M. Fake, music teacher. James N. Baxter, school principal. Ellis A. Ray, janitor. Thomas F. Washington, engineer. Jeremiah G. Evans, engineer, machinist, M. Parker, Peter P., dance teacher, Clausen, William M. Clausen, engineer, Alexandra Singer, coachman, and machinist, George Haley. Hey, I mean Haley. They was initiated into this large. Look up the Lodge 116. Now, let me read this to you real fast. We're come to this. Hold on, let me get to the home page. Come to their home page. Alpha Lodge 116. Watch this. But to deny to black men the privileges of masonry is to deny a child the lineage of its own parentage. From whence sprung masonry, but from Ethiopia, Egypt, Assyria, Assyria, all settled and peopled by the children of Ham. Does anyone doubt the wisdom of Ethiopia? Seems like everybody today learning Denies the wisdom of Ethiopia, yet they talk that Egyptian, but they deny the wisdom of her. You deny the wisdom of her when you talk about white science and this and and that and 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 and, uh, your, your bananas. Watch this. Does anyone doubt the wisdom of Ethiopia? I have but to reply that in the days of King Solomon's renown and splendor, she was capable of sending her daughters to prove him. With hard questions if this be true what must be in her son's right this statement hey,
0: hey go back down brother i, I want to show the people something go back down you see where it says that al dating system uh-huh that's age of life that's supposed to be based on an egyptian cow Cal-
1: Can't hear you. Kate. Go ahead. A hey, L. You see it? Hey, you fighting in and out, boy. It's
0: time for me to get the hell off this thing. Uh
1: yeah, this shit down out. where you at oh all right so basically i just wanted to kind of put forth the alpha lodge 116 right in the prince hall lodge can you i can hear you now
0: i was saying where uh you had the al uh okay. on the date at the bottom
1: uh-huh.
0: that's uh, based on the egyptian calendar system okay all right that date so they're right. using uh dating even in their lodge mm. it's yeah. a little off but uh, that's what it's based off of.
1: So, so yeah, I guess basically everybody want to know why can't black people get to where they want to go? You know, why can't we do this? Why can't we do this? Because we deny the wisdom and knowledge that Europeans have taken. They've taken the knowledge and wisdom. They've built their civilizations straight on out the dark age. It was the enlightened ones, those who followed the natural religion of Africa, right? They built world civilizations, man. They built the European civilization. Why can't we see that? But yet we holler and scream, right, about the Masons this, the Masons that, they use the information to build what they were supposed to build. And they only had small parts of it. So we don't even need to be Masons today. We got our African social systems that we can rely on, once again, to push us forward to usher in the next generations from the womb of the mothers to build a better place on earth for our families starting at home first then in the communities man it's not hard man so i don't even know why people even try to bash me like we even care about what white people are doing in their lodges, man like really like they never could give us a charter and even when they act like they could, you got Freemasons like Prince Hall and them, right? And I think I heard MBK talk about this, uh, Ben. They talk about you want to talk about the Back to Africa movement. Well, you got to talk about the Black Masons to do that, right or wrong, Ben?
0: Absolutely. Uh, uh, Marcus Garvey, Edward Blyden, any other Black Back to Africa movement you want to talk about goes back to the Boston Plan. And the Boston Plan was uh, a document that was created by Prince Hall and, and his fellow brethren in the lodge. And I'm going to read some of it so you'll be aware of what the Boston Plan actually says. Give me one, one second. Okay. In 1787, two decades before African colonization, by African American born blacks, it became a national debate. Boston black Mason's put forward a plan to return themselves to their families in Africa. On March 6, 1775, Prince Hall and 14 other black men who were initiated in the British Military Lodge uh, of Massachusetts, who had been barred from existing American fraternal organizations, they started to write. A, a document that would be known as the Boston plan okay uh, the Boston plan was in fact a network of plans and a prototype for similar undertakings in other parts of the country as Mason Samuel Stevens was the first to sign a petition and wrote to Anthony Tyler in Newport we hardly agree with you in sending secular letters to our free black to all free black states and we will have strength in numbers Years of abuse had led to a Boston petitioners to believe that despite the relief in some measure delivered by the new constitution, which had been adopted by this state, that blacks would still find very disagreeable and disadvantageous circumstances that would likely so long run to our children as long as we live in America. They proposed that the general court provide them money to procure land and settle upon to obtain a passage for us and our families and to furnish us with the necessary provisions and utensils and articles. The House accepted the petition, but despite early optimism, it remained buried in committee. So we talk about Marcus Garvey, Edward Blyden, and all the other Back to Africa movement uh, people. They are picking up the torch from Prince Hall. There's no way around that. We're talking about 1700s here wow we were enslaved they were doing this that's what they were doing i mean that's a fact you can't get around that MBK got a real good video on that uh that goes a little bit more in depth but you can't get around that so before you you get on your mason bashing soapbox you should thank Brother Prince Hall for putting that plan in motion and then our other uh, brothers come later and pick up the torch.
2: Um, I would like to add a few things, uh, if I can. Hello? Oh,
0: go ahead, ahead, Reggie.
2: Um, We have this thing as a people of fighting our ancestors discarding from whence we come from all of our systems so to discard black masonry is the same as discarding the lodges of uh, of ancient Egypt on um, the Paranq the Wainank, the path of life it, it is our grandfathers and great-grandfathers and great-great-grandfathers uh they formed themselves in society of secrets uh coming from society of secrets in west africa and in other places uh the uh there is a resentment of what people perceive as the elders not giving you something that you think that you deserve that you'll sell what right because you don't appreciate it you sell it right back to the european you sell it right back. So there's a there's a disrespect of our ancestors. I am from the South. I am from uh, Newport News, Virginia. My uh, my uncle married a descendant of, uh, of, of married Ruby Turner, a descendant of Nat Turner uh, uh, in uh, Hampton. We're from Newport News. Um, all of my grandparents that were uh, reverends and wives of uh, reverends and pastors, and all of them were masonry. Uh, they were educated in systems. Uh, there are also systems called the uh, Alpha, uh, the Boule system. Um, these young people or these younger people don't understand the bricks in which our uh, heritage uh, was. Uh, was built. They they only look at the here and now. They only look at uh that's why they don't source anybody because they don't want to know, they don't want to let people know that there are people in front of them. So uh Dr. Yosef bin Jo Cannon was 360 degrees Amira. He was uh a Hebrew he was a uh, uh a Muslim he was uh uh, he, uh, he was a member of a, a lodge um, and the reason why you do this is so that you can keep structure so you don't have so once a person takes an oath they have they can't run amok they can't run amok blabbing giving away information without a penalty right can you understand that yeah we have people who run amok and don't give credit to anybody in our systems growing up it was a given that you would die it's again it was a given that you would die for telling on somebody right for telling knowledge that was none of your business now other societies like the Chinese the Japanese with the Yakuza's right they have kept those traditions to the death we Are are whores we give our information to anybody and everybody sometimes for nothing we have become whores and the YouTube has made us whores to a certain extent because of the internet money all they gotta do is just spit out video after video after video after video and get paid right but they're spitting out other people's information I've never seen it anything like I've never seen anything like this but they got us. So uh, there's a couple of things that I do want to show. Uh, uh, let me see if I can share my screen.
1: Uh, do we have a few more minutes? Yeah, we got a couple of minutes. I'm going to save some because we, we had about the three hour mark, I'm believing. All right. So, because I didn't even. I'm in the head, yo. God damn, they dizzy.
2: <laughs> uh yeah so i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to do something for uh um to show brother uh Tuhuti Mahat something that he could um that he could use um because he does it so good i mean i'm gonna stay in my lane i thought i was gonna bring this out but Tahuti Mahat, man i mean he, i i i gotta give it to that brother man he he, he put it in so i'm um, uh let me just go and show him something so he could Show you all something so you can bang him in the head and he can finish it. Bang him in the, head with the
1: with the with the with the gab. No, our
2: people, our people need to our people need to see our people. Uh, where is this? Okay, so here it goes. Right here. Need you can see picture. my screen? Yep. All right. So is the hoodie mod on the uh on the line?
1: He ain't on the line, but he you to see
2: it. Okay, so it says, one Egyptologist who takes issue with Gardner's Mephkat's analysis is an indigenous Egyptian scholar, Abdel el-Hakim. As Egyptologist Stephen Miller tells the story in From Light into Darkness, when he presented the words Mefkat to Hakim for interpretation, the Egyptologist dismissed Gardner's translation as incorrect stating that the uh, term garner is referring to would be mascat. That would be referred to a powered medical, metal, but a powder that was used to adorn the eyes in ancient Kemet. This was a source of the word mascara, says Hakim. Besides, he knows Egyptian words that refer to gold begin with uh, nukneb. Now, here is, here is the person that Jehudi Mahad sourced when he did that comparison to what YP says and what Stephen Miller says, Stephen Miller, both Stephen Miller and Abdel El Hakim believe that the Metanecta has been deciphered. Got you. What you mm-hmm. think about that, huh?
1: Got him checkmate. We call that checkmate in these circles,
2: right? So, uh, so then they're using all um, they're using all these terms. Uh, Karas, caressed, which becomes Christ, which means body uh, in med-u-net-cha. Oh, So, Stephen meller and Abdel El Hakim, they source Medunetra. So, how could someone be... Uh, this, these people are disingenuous when they say that Medunetra has not been deciphered, but the people who they quote believe that the Medunetra has been deciphered. Now, uh so then it goes on and Massey talks about Neb Karas and on. But the more important thing is uh, Jehudi Ma'at uh, got him. If he just did a video on this, I mean, the people who love these dudes, Unk, uh Panther, they're going to love them forever because it's just man worship. We can't <laughs> change their minds, man.
3: <laughs>
2: but, if I, but if scholars show you something, when these people grow up, like, it's like some people following um, Dr. Yard. When they grow up, they say, well, you know, I, I didn't have enough information. I appreciate the information that I got, but there's more information out there, I'm gonna follow the new information. Mm-hmm. Here, I got you. Stefan Mella and Abdel El Hakim believe that the MetaNet is deciphered. So if you are quoting somebody and you're not giving them the references, what you're trying to do is hide the fact who they are and what they believe now can i uh, uh do i have a few minutes to go into my uh real part of the election <laughs> your real part go for it yeah this i mean this was this was nothing this was uh this was nothing reggie we gotta uh, close out
0: brother i'm sorry we right, gotta Bridget. close this thing out
2: all right then i won't do
0: it over here <laughs> hanging on brother all right
2: hey Hey Reggie, yeah,
1: we'll come back tonight, yo, and do that. We can come back tonight.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't argue. Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I can't argue. I, I do. Uh, um, yeah, um so,
1: We'll start my, with that. We'll come back tonight and start it with that.
2: Yeah uh yeah uh wow let me see where's my screen showing okay so so what i uh no i oh uh oh.
1: You dropped out hey you killed them out
0: <laughs> hey man past midnight brother i gave y'all a 1242 what you think
1: gave y'all man get out hey Gave y'all 1242 you go. Was hey yo! I bro. Hey man, hey, Marcy Clan warriors up, man. Spears are flying, and what there, Ben?
0: Yeah, pseudo's is crying, man.
1: Yeah, all right, man. Go to kill that, all kill right. that, that live, man.
0: All right, man. We appreciate y'all coming out. Uh, like to thank brother Reggie, and uh, you know it's gonna be a weekend thing, either Saturday or Sunday. So y'all just tune in and
3: uh, catch us then, man. We out.